Pops podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. They heard about the Rolexes and the Lexus with the Texas license plate out of state. They heard about the pounds you got down in Georgetown, and they heard you got half of Virginia locked down. Then they even heard about the crib you bought your moms out in Florida, the Fifth Corridor. Call the coroner. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast, your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house. Less than an hour after we open our eyes to wake up. That's right. That's how we do it, the Black Guy with Tips. Yes, man. sir. Roll out of bed and get the podcasting. That's what we do. And uh <laughs> it's it's a Sunday. A very special day. It is. Because it's the first Sunday in a long time that has no NFL football on it that I'm willing to watch. I know it's so. Sorry, Pro Bowl. Nice try. Goodell. No. But uh it's a very special Sunday also because speaking of football, we do have somebody that a lot of people know from his uh opinions on college football and uh also from his uh adventurous lifestyle uh it's my man mike felder from in the bleachers what's up man man i am living the dream honestly it's my girlfriend's birthday i'm taking a time out from festivities to hang out talk a little you know random life things and i'm just glad to be back on the show and since the last time we talked to you man you now get paid to be mike felder man like I is know, there right any like that's my dream dude you are living the dream I, I talk, man, I, they give me money 
to talk about football and then also just be the personality that I already have. That's amazing, they, dude. They I give me money for it. That's, it's amazing, dude. I like. I call that being white, and I don't mean that on some like, <laughs> oh, you're a sellout type shit no. that most people mean, or it's no type of derogatory shit. It's not even mean to white people. No, it just it's just like uh, white people sometimes they get money and freedom to just do shit because they white. Where it's just yeah. like, just go be yourself and start a website. It's like, okay, thanks. That is my dream, dude, to just be in that level of where I'm just like, yeah, I didn't change anything. I'm just doing what I used to do, and I'm getting paid for it. That's beautiful, dude. Yes, it is. People like me. I don't. I don't. I don't understand it half the time. But listen, you know what? I I hang out. I, I obviously I love mouth tobacco and and drinking beers, and people enjoy that. And how, I know stuff about football a little bit. How could they not, man? How could they not? Honestly. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, also, you know, let me promote where you can find Mike uh, Felder's stuff, man, because uh, a lot of y'all might not know. Because um, when he calls the show, he never really talks about how he has a podcast or writes for a bleacher report mm-hmm. or anything like that. I'm, uh, and I, and I always forget to promote anything too. Cause I'm just like, Oh, cool. Mike called or Mike wrote, you know, but, um, you can go to the bleacher report.com slash your best 11. What, what exactly is your best 11? Mike, break it down for the audience. So they know it's football. You get 11 guys on the field. You want to get your best 11 out on the field. So that's the name of the blog that I run for them. Uh, you'll see me doing video. Uh, I got to go to New York in a week and a half to do a live signing day show. So it's just, they're putting me on camera. I got to get shaved and cleaned up and look good for the ladies. Oh shit, man. Okay. So how did that come about? Yes. Did you, was this something you knew? Like, okay, I'm probably going to have to go to New York for a live signing day for like when you first signed up with them. Okay. So I didn't know. They, they told me they were thinking about doing some camera stuff, and I was like, I don't really like being on camera because I don't want to shave, and I obviously I like to wear T-shirts and shorts. But then they started putting me on camera a lot, and apparently I'm good at it. So they put me on camera, good personality. I'm, I'm good on the fly. They're flying me up to New York, going to tape a live signing day show. So I, I've never been to New York. I don't, for those of you that don't know, I don't like leaving my house. <laughs> Not North Carolina, especially. And I hate leaving North Carolina. <laughs> and then beyond that, I hate leaving the South. Yeah. Yeah. So up North is very different, sir. It's going to be super cold. Yes, I'm going to be yes. terrified. <laughs> so it's literally going to be like all my worst fears combining together. Like I'm going to be like, I'm going to have my Blackberry like clutched to my chest with my wallet and just hope nobody robs me. And just like, I'm going to be so, I'm going to be scared the entire time. I'm going to be on high alert. Until they get me drunk. Hope it doesn't turn into that uh, skit that comes on uh, just uh, just enough before the city with uh, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> where it's just like hop off a bus and shit and just some dudes like, hey, brother, hold this bag. Next thing you know, you're doing five to ten and fucking yeah, sing, sing. That. Yeah. That's the last thing I need. I'm not built for jail. I got, I'm very, mm-hmm. I'm smooth. I, I'm a well manic. <laughs> keep my skin super smooth. I don't, the last thing I need is jail. Yeah, I don't know if they're. Uh, they was had the same respect for your moisturization no. techniques uh, no. in prison. Yep. No, no, no. They ain't, they, ain't, there. they ain't about that exfoliation. Yeah, they're not yeah. about that exfoliation at all. Um, the other thing too, man. Um, like when you start when you started writing for these guys, um, what was it that made them be like, "Yo, we need to get you on camera"? Like, what? what how was the process? Like, did they? Or was today like the first time that they said, "Let's get them on camera"? I've been doing uh, video stuff for them since probably. Almost a year now since I started probably doing video for them in March and it's kind of, it's grown and it's, we've, 
the thing for them is they, they made an effort to hire people that were credible in the business to help raise some of their credibility and to make, to make a big move into college football. And they hired people that all knew each other. Like I know the guys that I work with. We all worked together when we were independent bloggers. So you hired us and then you got us on camera together and we already had that sort of uh, that rapport, that vibe going. And so when we start talking, it works. And so a lot of my personality came out. A lot of the other guys' personality came out. They flew us to Miami in December for the the national championship game to tape some stand-ups outside of the stadium. And we were down the field. So we did that stuff. And it worked real well. So they only could fly one person. And because I'm the national guy, they're flying me to um, – listen, the other guys are better than me. Trust me. They know (laughs) – but I'm the national guy, so I got to do the national signing day thing. And so, but it worked well. And I, I, I've done a lot of camera stuff. I do high school football stuff on camera. So I'm used to being on camera. I don't, doesn't mean I love it, but because I don't like getting a haircut, but right. you got to go do it. So it works, but they, they experimented with it and it worked. And the only thing I don't like is all my shirts are white and Carolina blue, all of them. Mm. That's just you know I'm from the South. I'm the we blue shirt is a stand. You got to have a standard blue. You mix up the stripes with it, but that shirt looks terrible on camera. Ah. So I got like three shirts that I can wear, and I just rotate them. That's the only thing I don't like. And also, the other thing I don't like is I can't wear my sunglasses like a croaky. They won't let me wear that either. My mm. my sunglass leash. I'm not wearing it today because I just obviously I'm wearing a robe. I haven't got dressed yet. You, you really have made it to the status of being white though, because those are white people problems. Well, it's like, man, <laughs> yes. I only have blue and white shirts. I can't wear my sunglasses. They flew me out. I'm not the best one. Uh, I'm like, man, that's that's what I want to be. I know it's so when I grow up. Yeah, I want to be the national guy and go. Yeah, I'm not even the best dog, but I'm here. So let's work this shit. That's awesome. I don't want to grow up. I'll tell you that. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. That shit sounds whack. It does get real whack. You ever listen? It sounds to, boring. You ever listen to adult people? Like I hang out with my white friends sometimes, and they are like adults now. And they'll be trying to like drop knowledge and shit about stuff. And I'm just so not caring about those conversations. They're like, like, uh, we have to buy Karen a car. And I was like, yeah, looking at some cars right now. Think about going with just like a rental car or something because, uh, I know it's well maintained and, uh, won't have a lot of mileage and, you know, the value will be blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, they're like, nah, what you need to do. See, I got a guy. And what you need to do, I'm like, come on, man. Like, this, this got way too grown up. It's like, and way too serious. Yeah, it's like, well, see, what you can do is you can roll over some 401k excess funds into, I was like, oh, no, no, see, no, see, don't care. I'm not about T Mark. I'm like, I'm not even going to say you're wrong. I'm not even saying you're wrong. You're probably I just, right. I this just conversation don't. just got way more grown up than I am. And that's all it is to it is you might they be right. Interest rates. <laughs> say that again, Mike. Did they start talking about interest rates? Yes, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, see what you got to do, man. You qualify for three point nine percent now. That's 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 now. Once you do that, that's when you want to go to your bank. Yeah, and you put about fifteen hundred down. That's about ten percent. This is you know, <laughs> yeah. and this is how much the bank is going to pre-approve you for. Yeah. But when you go out, you know, you got that. Be sure that you haggle the salesman. Be sure yeah. you know the Kelly Blue Book value. It's like, dude, I just asked you it was an Altima a nice car. I didn't want to get yeah, into, into the details. Yeah, all this shit, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all should be like me and just keep getting your cars from your parents. Oh, I, we were for a yeah. while. We were, we were. Yeah, that was, that was the deal for like, a while. I would, like, I would buy a car for my dad just because it's like, my dad treats cars good and I know Hell him. Hell yeah, because you know what? The, th- the funny thing about his dad is that when we get to his dad's car, they get, we drive them more than his dad had, had yeah. ever drove them in like the 15 years he had them. Hold on. Somebody said something in the chat. I need to address. Phil said 
don't buy a rental you know how bad people treat those let's talk about that yeah every car you get if you're buying a used car has been treated bad by somebody yes it has they probably have sex in it they have fucked in your car dog like that has definitely happened if you buy a used car it's getting fucked in i know every car that i've had as a person not rental i've treated worse than any rental i've had period yeah Cause you don't want to pay that deposit back. Exactly. Oh, right. Ain't no fucking, nobody's going to inspect my car when I get back home from the beach as opposed to a rental where it's like, where did scratch come from, dog? So yeah, it is a little bit different. Like people always say that shit, but I've never been in a, maybe I just no hanging on circles, but I've never gotten a rental car and then somebody's like, Hey, let's do 220. Let's do some let's Coke. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, let's go down the highway and reverse. Fuck it. YOLO. Nobody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way, you, yeah. We real. St- we were in Miami. I told you I went to Miami for that BCS championship game. Somebody hit our rental car. Yeah, and we had this scratch, and we never seen it. There's this little scratch had to come from the when we parked at a restaurant. Somebody pulled into a parking spot and pulled out because they hit our car. It was a clear like mirror scratch. We pulled in, and it was we pulled in. We're unpacking our bags at the airport, and the lady's like, "Um, what is this?" And we're like, "What are you talking about?" She goes, this right here, this scratch. She goes, everything inside, good. This scratch, though. And I was like, I, I, I don't I don't know where that came from. She thought we were lying. Like, we were like. <laughs> right. And I was that's- like, lady, what do you think we hit that we had a scratch over the, the driver's side rear wheel? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. somebody else did that. And I'm sorry, but we got insurance. It's a corporate account. Charge them. Right. I know it's so. And you know what? That's a, pro- that's a question that I'll never have with one of my cars that's used. Like I'm, ne- I never like Karen came home one day and the fucking front of the car was dented. It was just dented up, dog. Like one of on the on the passenger side. Yeah, and um, she I, and I didn't notice it until I went to try to open the door and the door wouldn't fucking open. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Karen, what'd you do? She's like, oh, I hit the gate a little bit on the way out. I was like, a little bit. You fucked up the car. You but, hit the gate a lot of bit. But you know what? I didn't even get mad. I was just like, well, I guess we'll just be taking my car whenever two people need to be in a car because I can't open up the passenger side door anymore. And that was it. And that would never happen with a rental car. Oh, no. So it's like, I don't know what these people are talking about. But I, every used car that I know of people like that I hang out with gets treated way worse than rentals. I don't I think that's just a stereotype, man. I, I think so, too. And odds are the people at the rental place. They're going to be sure the oil changed on those vehicles. I'm yeah. honest. They're going to keep the maintenance up because a lot of individuals don't give a fuck about the maintenance. They will drive them shits into the, into the ground and be yeah. like, oh yeah, $20,000 here's a car. I knew a chick that literally never changed the oil in her car and the car went <laughs> dead in like, uh, in like a year. <gasps> she didn't change the oil. She didn't change it once. Oh my Are god, my s- dad would slap her. <laughs> she she was like she was like, uh Rod, you know I've been having those problems with my car. I was like, Yeah, man, you you should probably get that looked you know. up. She's like, Okay, uh I I I didn't uh I, I went and got it looked at you, like you said. I was like, Yeah, it's about time. She's like, Yeah, uh apparently I need a new engine. I was like, A new engine? The car's like a year old. Yeah, I, I, I guess she's supposed to change the oil like every three months. I'm like, what? How old is she? She was a grown ass woman. She was older than me at the time. I was oh, only like no, no, 17. Nobody told her. And one thing about my car, I didn't know a lot about vehicles, but one thing my mama told me, she was like, whatever you do, get the oil changed. 
Get the oil change and uh, keep gas. Oil change will go so far for you. There's a light in the car that comes on. It says oil, oil change. It says oh, it does an engine light. She was driving with the engine light for six months, dog. Oh like, shit, she didn't know it all that did. Dude, she didn't give a fuck, man. Good I, thing she ain't got no kids. Them kids be done starved to death. They be like, man, we got to lock you up. Where's DSS? Your kids been crying for three months and you just ignored them. Yeah, that kid got ten pounds of shit in his diaper. <laughs> yeah, that shit. That shit set women back. Yes, I was like, I'm not even going to tell anyone else about no. this story uh, until today. So uh, <laughs> if, if you're listening, lady, I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, man, so that, that's cool, man. I, I, I like that Um, you're blowing up, man. I, I think you're a good person, and I think you I know, try to be. it's good when good shit happens to good people, man. Um, I still remember that story you told about quitting your last job. Um, and how you just best thing out. I ever did, man. On the morning, Jones. Yeah, that, yeah, man. Break that down, dude. Yes. How, what was the process? First yes. of all, were you just like one day I'm gonna quit this shit, or did you have something lined up? Like what happened? I didn't have anything lined up. What happened was I was working for a major lawn care company as like a service rep, a customer service guy. They also wanted me to sell. And I wasn't good at sales. I'm not good at lying to people. I'm not good at telling people they need stuff that they don't need. And so they kept pushing me. They're like, you should do this. You should do that. And I was like, when it was all, like, I can't do it. And I was always late because I was always working my, I was trying to run the blog and finish listening to the Morning Jones. And so I was always late. Like, I'd be sitting in my car in the parking lot at 10 o'clock would hit, and I'd be late. I'd be like, damn, man, I was so close to being on time, but... That Rod was funny as hell. <laughs> so the guy goes, he tells me on Friday, he tells me, on, he goes, if you're late one more time, I'm going to have to let you go. And I was like, in my head, like normal people, Rod, you would say, I can't be late anymore. Right. Yes, that's exactly. I'm like, fuck, I can't be late. In my head, I was thinking, maybe this is the push that I need. <laughs> Get you in the right direction. I understand. I understand, sir. I completely agree. Like, well, today's my last day. Today. Then the Mavericks won the, the championship. I remember that. Yep. And so I, was, I made sure that I was late. So I could get fired. And the goal was so I could get fired and I could get unemployment. Ah, okay. But we went in and we had to have like one of those like both part ways, like quit, fire at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. So it was so he had me in the office and like I came in and I was like cleaning out my desk and then he was like, What are you doing? I was like, Well, I was late today, so obviously I'm fired. So I was cleaning out my desk and buddy was like, Oh, well no, it's cool. I go, No, it's cool. You gotta do what you gotta do. So I'm cleaning out my desk, I'm giving oh, people all my like sales, all my like calls, all my customer service calls. I'm handing them out to people, I'm like, make sure you take care of this lady, she's real nice, blah blah blah. And then um so I get that done, and the guy's like, well, we need to have your exit interview. And I was like, okay, good job. I was like, well, I'll tell you what, let me go out to my car, and then I'll come right back. So I went out to my car, and I put on shorts, tank top. Hell yeah, sir. He came back and was like, let's do this. So we go through this whole deal, and he's like, and he's like, so why did you quit? And I was like, I didn't quit. You fired me. And we'd go dance around that for a while. He's like, what about an affable, like, parting ways? Best for both parties. I was like. <laughs> he was trying to get out of that liability, dog. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know what? Like, who cares? Fuck it. Let's just do this. So I get out of there. And 
I leave. The first thing I do, I call my buddy who also had uh, recently quit his job, who had done a much better job of saving than I had. Mm. And I call him, and I'm like, Tom, what you doing today? He goes, it's summertime, man, going to the pool. I said, hell yeah. So I went to, the, I went and bought like five bottles of champagne. We were drinking champagne at his apartment pool, popping the bottles into the water. <laughs> literally just going, we're drinking champagne because the Mavs won the championship game. Looked like I got on a championship ring the whole day. And that was my like, that was it. Like that. That was my last day of working in corporate America. I gave him the middle finger. I told him to peace out. I said, you guys call me, like, if you ever want to chill. <laughs> this just ain't for me. And then I worked, I uh, ran the website for a while, and I worked high school football, which is the most time-consuming thing you can do. Really? Really? What? Now, what do you mean you work? First of all, hold on, wait. I got to get back to some of this. I'm, I'm writing this high school football thing down. I got to get back to some of this stuff with the fire. Now, did... um. <clears throat> Now, did they uh, get themselves out of liability by making it mutual? Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's pretty much all he wanted to do. But I got good grandparents and parents, so. They hook you up. I had that life of, like, of Hannah from Girls. My grandparents, all I had to do was go visit my grandparents. They'd give me allowance, and then we would, like, I, so that's what I did for a little while, and then until I got a real job. I like, I, I, I also like that Dirt and Nowitzki was the final, like, Straw, yeah. where it's just like, so this is how it feels to win. I'm, I'm leaving. Um, white, German, white German dating a black girl. How could I not? I know it's so. <laughs> he, he like him chocolate. And, and the thing about you that was so funny, I remember because I was at work. And it was one of the things. I was at work, and I was literally listening to you live. And it was like. I was sitting there listening, but it was almost like Mike in Chicago, one of the things where you listening live. You was like, this is some bullshit. I cannot believe. Oh, shit. He is really drunk at 10 a.m. in the morning talking to Bo, Sasha, and Corey about how he quit his job. Yeah, I was he like, was this on can't the, be real. Yeah, he was on the air taking this shit out of the building, dog. Yes, I was like, it was hilarious. The craziest shit I've like, ever heard, man. He is the blackest white man I've ever seen in my damn life. Now, do you keep a change of clothes? Because you said you wouldn't change your clothes. Yeah, well, you know, I like to... There's things that I do that most people... I got to change of clothes in the car all the time. Okay. You know how women keep, like, extra panties in their purse? That's yes. the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. I just have change of clothes in the car, like shorts. You never <laughs> know we need shorts. Do I have a long sleeve shirt you need to put on a long sleeve shirt? I got that. I got a jacket, hats, a different hat, a new Astros hat. I got that. So I got all those things. They'll stay in the car with my shopping bags. Now, now your, your girl is in the chat, man. I met her uh, that night. Yes. I, I think so she's real. I'm not man to tell. I'm not getting catfish. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> met her. I actually met her. Uh, and it was not uh, Renee Tuyasasopo. It was actually <laughs> a real woman. Uh, she was hanging out. Um, she said something about uh, you have to mention Mark in this story. Who's Mark? Mark is our friend. He's over at the house right now hanging out. He's taking us out to brunch after when I get done with the show. So, Jim. Mark, shout-outs to Mark. Shout-outs to Kristen, my girlfriend. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did Mark have anything to do with this story, or she just wants you to give him a shout-out? No, Mark used to – well, Mark, I used to – Mark knew I hated my job. He actually lived uh, with one of my good friends. He lived there. Now, he knew I was going to quit. He, was, he knew I was going to quit. So he like he wasn't surprised at all when I was like, "Yo, I'm I'm quit. I'm I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> this job's over." 
I'll just, I feel like so many people have had that feeling. Yes. And I, I want, I think everybody should be able to quit one day like that. I never quit a job until then. Yeah, you should. I, I like, I only quit one job in my life. It was at Wendy's. And the feeling is so good. It is. I, I only quit once too. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful ass feeling when you can be like, it is. I'm free. It's the most Great. empowering feeling in the world. Like, I, like, especially if you really were trying to be a good employee, which naturally yes. I'm inclined to be do. Like, I can't help myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I can't help it. I like literally, uh, I, I was raised with too much discipline. I, I, like, I just fall in the line. Like, okay, I guess I need to do this shit because he said do it. But, when they uh like i remember i told the people at Wendy's, i was like look i'm a college student i'm on scholarship i got class i got class i got classes in the morning this is way more important than this job right oh yeah yeah we respect that you know it's good to see a young black man trying to come up cool thanks couple weeks in hey man i need you to work this closing shift uh i don't do those remember i have to be in class at eight in the morning (laughs) And uh, if I close, I won't get out of here to three. So that that doesn't even make sense. Okay. All right. Well, hey, our bad. Must have been a mistake on the schedule. Next day. Hey, man, why didn't you come in for your closing shift? Uh, I told you. Remember on the phone when we had that talk and uh, we said that I wasn't coming in and you said recall. it was okay? They were like, okay, well, um, so-and-so quit. Bobby quit. And uh, we're going to need somebody to close just for the next week or so. Um, and I know that y'all guys are coming up on break, so, you know, you could do, maybe do it for the weekend or something. Oh, man. I guess so on the weekend. Uh, just this for once, one time. Cool. I do it like two days in a row. Mm-hmm. You, was on you were so good at it, Rod. Yeah. Look up, look up on the schedule for next week. All closing. All closing. 100% me closing the store, dude. I, and then like that same week, like that, that I started closing. Cause I did it the first day. It was like a Monday and I was like, Oh, I guess I'll do it. So I go close coming home. I get pulled over by the cops. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, I heard yes. about that. I heard this story. Yeah. For DWB, you know, wearing, wearing my Wendy's uniform. They don't and, see a lot of black people in Fayetteville. <laughs> yeah, exactly, no, they don't. Exactly. They pulled me over. I was like, sir, uh, you know, you just, uh, we just want to know where you're going, uh, this, this late at night. I was like, I'm wearing a Wendy's uniform. I have a bag of Wendy's food. I smell like fries. I and smell like Wendy's. If I'm a criminal, I'm a mastermind at this point. Like I, like I literally went to Wendy's and worked for a fucking uh, eight hour shift to, then rob al- people. yeah, then rob people as my alibi and then had a, a, a pack of hot Wendy's in my fucking seat. Um, so, uh, the guy eventually lets me go. He says my taillight is out. I get home. My taillight is not out. Um, so that was the thing. I was like, Don't get out of the car and look. Don't get out of the car. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, I wanted to be like, well, I'm looking at the front, the street in front of me. There's clearly two white lights on the street. That would mean ind- indicate my headlights are working, but I'm not going to get out this car in front Hell of this police no. officer because I want to live. <laughs> like he fucking around and put me on the ground. He had a gun. Right. He got out the car as a threat. So uh <laughs> so I, I I stayed in the car, got home, checked my lights, my lights were working. And uh that night I decided I was quitting Wendy's. I was like, fuck these people that got me hemmed up. It's some bullshit. This will never happen to me again. I called the lady and I was like, Look, um uh no, actually I didn't call her. I chilled the whole day. I played video games. I went to the cafeteria. Like, I did everything that day. And then um, I got a call on my phone, like, you know, about. Uh, Where are you? Yeah, a couple hours after I was supposed to be in. Like, hey, you late. 
I was like, about that. I'm going to be very late. I'm never, I'm never coming back. And at this point, they didn't know I was an asshole because I always been nice to people yeah, I work so with. Yeah, they figured you was going to come in anyway. Yeah, she tried to like punk me and shit. She's like, well, that's really irresponsible. I was like, oh, irresponsible. You know what's irresponsible is lying when I told you I wasn't going to work the night shift. And now I look on the fucking schedule. schedule. It's nothing but night shift. What about that, huh? And she was like. That's irresponsible. It's reckless. Yeah. What about your word? It's like you gave your word. What about your word? Hell yeah. This ain't about me. It's about you. I put the whole system on trial, Mike. And they That's know, what you got to do. They end up being, she was mad as shit. She's like, well, if you change your mind. Because it went from the conversation of Rod needs to come in because he's late to uh if you change rod don't quit please and i was like no yeah. fuck that i'm quitting and i better get my motherfucking check too i was like yeah. when's, when's my check coming she's like it'll be two weeks i was like that's right <laughs> i was like i'll see you in two weeks with my uniform yeah i went i used to go it. i ain't getting it dry clean i'm just gonna wash it in a normal laundromat right <laughs> she's like oh. that's like that's the most they can say to you too is uh, well you better turn your uniform in these terrible ass black khakis kiss my ass right right, because i was gonna wear wendy's shirts everywhere you know how it's the new thing right yo i bet rod from um catfish would have worn that joint yeah he would have rod was wearing my name rod rod was wearing his own fitted to work i don't know how that works that was the most amazing thing ever like i i let let, i tell you what because i'm a show i do shows too why don't you introduce the show Oh, and then yeah. we can get into this because there's so many things that I want to talk about. Okay. All right. Let's well, do that. Well, first I of all. I also want to say bullet ball just for the record. All right. No problem. I, <laughs> I still have more questions for you, though, man. Oh, I do, too. Okay. Okay. More questions. Let's go. All right. Number one, what was so hard about high school football and what exactly did you do? You can't drink on Friday nights. You just got to sit at the computer and update scores. It's so oh. hard. Like, oh, my God, man. Like, And there's so much of it. There's like all these teams all from Mecklenburg County and Union County. You just got to update scores, update scores, you update scores, update scores. Somebody scores, you got to update it the whole time. And then the next day, you got to go in and change the standings and the scores. And the scores are wrong sometimes. So you got to go oh. back and redo it. Mm. It just was like a 12 hour period from like seven in the evening until seven in the morning where you're just like, Oh my yes. gosh, is this right? I don't know if it's right or not. And then they play championship games on Friday and Saturday. It's just, it's you know, it's more work than I, I'm good at. Yeah, so I hear you. And there's not as much um, distraction and pageantry with high school compared to college. I love, I love high school football, but no, yeah. no, no. That's the thing. I didn't get to go to the games. Oh, so you? I was just, just sitting okay. at my computer updating scores. If I got to go to games, I, I love high school football. Okay. Okay. Like to the max. Like I, that's the reason I took the job. That's the reason I'm keeping it is because I love high school football. I think it's the greatest thing. Like it made me part of what I am today. Like it got me on the right track. Like I love high school football, but updating high school football scores mm. is terrible. Yeah. It oh, sounds man. terrible. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I, like I go into I high thought school, you was going to the games. Yeah, going to a high school game is pretty good for people that like the purity of sports and shit. Oh, yeah. I don't uh, love the purity of sports. I just want to see some kids get their block knocked off. Yeah, well, that's what's pure about it. That's what's yes. pure. Like, I, I like see- one good athlete beating up on that kid who's real good at math. Yes. Oh. And also plays. Like, I want. I love that. I'm like, look at this kid. I bet he's good as hell at science. Yeah, the high school beat him down 
is like its own genre of beat them down. Yes, like, it is. You don't even see that shit in college that often because nope. it's a, it's normally a one or a two man beat down. Yes, exactly. The, against eleven kids, and he just beat the hell out of all of. Because look, I was the kid. I played I played varsity all four years in high school, and so for my freshman year, we got murdered. Mm. And my sophomore year, we lost to Independence sixty five to six. Shit, dog. And I was like the good player. We were getting murdered. And then we turned it, we topsy turvied it on them. We were beating the hell out of kids. Mm. It was like literally, we lost to Butler when I was a sophomore, when I was a freshman. They had this kid, somebody means. This dude ran the ball all over the place. No one could tackle him. I was a 145 pound freshman. I was trying to tackle this dude. He was like stick arming me, knocking me down. I was just like, oh my God, this is, I gotta get, and I, and that made, committed me to swollenness. Right. And then my junior year, we're in the playoffs, and like, I had never played against a guy that was like a college offensive lineman. Right. We played against this dude, Derek Morris, that went to, I'll never forget, Derek Morris went to North Mech, he went to Ohio State, and then finished his career at North Carolina State. He was like 305, 310. And they had this little quarterback, Quan Fletcher, who was real good at basketball. He was their quarterback. He was juking and jiving around, you know, jitterbug. And he came and he juked one way and cut. And I had I shut him down on the edge. And he cut back inside. I was like, why is he going back inside? There's people in there. And then I saw why he was going back inside. Because <laughs> it didn't matter. Because Derek Morris was like in my ear hole. Oh, shit. And old buddy hit me so hard. It was the second hardest I've ever been hit in my life. Shit. The first hardest. Your boy hit me so hard, Omar Gaither. Oh, man. Yo, Omar, I, I picked off a pass. Omar Gaither hit me on the goal line, <laughs> and I went from the pylon onto the track. Damn. He banged my head on the back of the track. Shit. I got up, and I didn't know what anything was. And they're like, Mike, you got to go back in on kickoff. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, this, this is before concussions. You know, now they to check you for concussions. And <laughs> this, shit. No, this is before we, uh, not before concussions. This is before concussions was a good reason to sit out of game. Oh, true. <laughs> like, true, true. Oh, you, I got so many stories about that. <laughs> I got deed in the back of the head and threw up, walked to the wrong sideline. Wow. Uh, as we like to call that, he got dinged up. That's what they. That's what, okay. I was in high school, so I was good. Shake yeah. it off, shake it off. Son. He just shake got a off. little dinged up uh, with the brain injury. Yeah, a little dinged up. You know how it is. Got walked that off. Well, I played through a lot of injuries. I dislocated shoulder. My mom, my dad used to film the games like on the little handy cam. Yeah. And I could hear my mom going, "Oh my god, oh oh, <laughs> <laughs> is he gonna get up? Is he gonna get up? Is he gonna get up?" <laughs> and then I would like slowly get up. And she'd be like, "Okay." Let's see what he does this play. Yeah, watching football is completely different when you care about somebody. It's it so, sure is. It's so much harder to watch a game. Like, I had to stop watching college because I, like, fundamentally, I just can't stop caring about the, the dudes on yes. the field. Yes, when I'm like, oh, they're so, they're they so young. paid. Like that, like, yeah, they're so young yeah. and they're not getting paid. So it's like my mind just shuts off. And it's like I'll be having a good time watching a college football game. And by the way, this this isn't about design. It wasn't something where I was like, I'm gonna fucking stop watching. I like I would never even if you told me I thought that five years ago, I'd be like, that's bullshit. I would never stop watching. But um, I like I would just see someone get hurt, then I'm like, I'll actually be sad as a person. 
for yeah. a little bit and i'll be like you know what I, I i can't do this like i'll like they'll move on and i'll be like but what happened to Lattimore? he's is how's he doing yeah, in the locker room? Y'all, y'all, y'all took him back for MRI. <laughs> we haven't heard anything else since the third quarter. Are y'all gonna give no, him some I money? I understand that because, like, I literally, like, I love the best part. Everyone's talking about how they love like the hate and the rivalries and the yeah. bands. I love the kids. Me too. Me too. Football. Yeah, I root I, for them. I I live that life. I've been through that. Like, I understand getting up at five in the morning to go run and getting hurt and going to play through it and doing all the treatment and all that stuff. I understand all that stuff. So I love – I watch because I want those kids – people are like, well, don't you hate Duke? Don't you hate State? I want all those kids to be okay. Ain't right. That's the truth. Exactly. Regardless I, I, if they go uh, to the pros or not. Yeah, that happened I, with me with college basketball too where uh, I just – like as much – I hate Duke like I'm supposed to hate Duke. I don't want anybody get 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 it twisted. Don't, I, have, I don't hate him at all, but I also don't yeah. watch college basketball. Yeah, I have the prerequisite hate for Duke that I'm supposed to have, where I'm supposed to be like, oh, man, y'all want a championship? I hate y'all still, like, that way. But as far as, like, literally being like, man, I hope Ty, uh, Kyrie Irving does bad in the NBA, I, no, I don't do that. Like, I don't no. give a fuck. I don't give a fuck after after they play us. Matter of fact, when they're not playing us, I don't give a fuck. I, nope. I, I will easily be like, oh, Duke beat Clemson, good for them. I don't give yep. a fuck, man. <laughs> I just want to talk shit to my dad twice a year. That's it. Yep, on his non-HD TV. Yeah. We've been trying to get this man about HD TV for years. And he be like, why don't you come in and watch the game? And he be thinking we be bullshitting. We be like, you ain't got no HD TV. But He's, he got HD TV now. But no HD cable. But, right. So it's still to feast the fucking purpose. No, right. man, no, sir. True old no. folks shit. True old That's folks true. Shit. I, I do want to be ECU and everything. My Both of my parents went to ECU. So the last thing I need is my dad going, ard. Yeah, talking about ECU, <laughs> like it's a real school. Them pirates. Yeah, I just want to hate them. I'm not gonna get into an hour long conversation about how Coach K is not as good coach as Dean Smith. It'll never happen. You'll never. No. I'm not your guy. I not, not pass. <laughs> I'm not your Huckleberry. I'm not gonna talk to you about these people and how they did in the NBA. It's never. You will never catch me having the well. So and so was good in the NBA conversation. I never had it when they were uh, when people were considering Carolina was better in the NBA. I'll never have it now that they, people consider them not. I, who cares? You know I, what conversation I want to have about people in the NBA? Dudes from Germany and how awesome they are. They are pretty awesome, dude. Yes, um, especially all, when they're tall as hell and can shoot jumpers. And getting tricked into dating black women. Them taking LeBron to the rack. Um. So let's talk about uh, one last day, man, because. <laughs> I think I think you and I have a bond that uh, we don't get to talk about just because I think as black people, you, you're supposed to be kind of ashamed of this, but uh, I'm not ashamed. We got some cool-ass daddies, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Look, <laughs> Mike Felder, that's my pops, man. MD Felder on Twitter. Love my dad, man. He, he set me up for success. And your dad? cool ass dude man i heard him on the podcast yeah man we got some cool ass daddies man it's like we're not even supposed to have dads right right (laughs) like let alone a cool dad like it's supposed to be like oh yeah joe jackson yeah he beat me up and made me do a lot of a lot of singing so i I don't even like him like but nah we got some cool ass daddies man so yeah yeah shout out i love i love my dad man he um my dad is the, he's the reason I am the way I am. The reason I'm not, I've never had confidence issues. He, he didn't like, he didn't tell me I was the greatest, but he let me know I could be. And he boosted me up and like he, he, look, let me tell you something. My dad would never spend a hundred dollars on sneakers ever. Right. He never, he would never do that. Yep. Me but 
I'd be damned if he didn't buy me two pair of football cleats that cost over a hundred, mm-hmm. both of them, because he was like, yeah, well, you know what? You're playing down in the box. We got to get you them new sneaks because you don't want to wear them speed cleats in there. People step on your toes. Mm-hmm. I, I never, my dad didn't, does not play video games. Like, he won't even download something to his computer. Like, I remember no. there was times where I'd be like, hey, Dad, I want to get this new album. He's like, don't put anything on my computer. <laughs> yeah, because his, his, your dad is hilarious because his dad does, like, computer stuff. So his dad thinks every fucking thing is a virus. It's so, a virus. Yeah, so yeah. it's hilarious when you do, I don't bank online, it's a virus. You'd be like, um, sir. <laughs> you're like, you're like come Dad, on, I, come on. I just want to go check YouTube. That might give me he, a virus. So He thinks that everything is like the net with Sandra Bullock. Right. Yes. <laughs> you you be like, I just bought this DVD. I want to pull it in your DVD player. Mm, it might have a virus. It's, right. It's still in the plastic. It's, it still might have a virus. It's like it's like he thinks the machines are gonna take over one day, like Terminator and shit. So if they become sentient, it's right. all it's de- it's over for us. Like I think he watched. Uh, oh man, I hope I don't fuck this up. Two thousand and one. Uh, that that movie too much. I really hope that's the name of that. Two thousand and one. What is that? Uh, the Odyssey? movie. The movie with How? Yeah, Space Odyssey. <laughs> the movie where Hal took over and shit, where he was just like, uh, yes. but he was like, no, I will not do that anymore. That shit, that's yes. why I feel like my dad watched that shit like 10 times too many, and he's just afraid I'm going to download 50 Cent's newest album, and then he's going to try to log into his shit, and it's going to be like, I don't want to log in right now. Why are you doing this, Rod? Um <laughs> My dad, I don't think my, my dad's not scared of tech. He, my dad keeps my grandma up on all, my, we got a very, I got a very tech savvy family. Yeah. So like my dad helps my grandma get on all my, like my grandma listens to all my podcasts. My dad follows, obviously he follows me on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. I talk to him he, sometimes. I love the part when people are like, you wouldn't say that in front of your parents. I was like, I say everything that I say in front of my parent. What are you, what is yeah, wrong with See, that's another way that we can relate, man. Like people will be like, oh, you got to have your dad on the show. I know the show is going to be different. Wrong. It's the same. It's exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> my dad loves me. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> my dad is the dude that my dad wakes up. My dad every Friday listens to this is the Carter. <laughs> Every Friday he wakes up, ladies and gentlemen, pimps and players, and rappers and true rock This is the Carter. Like my dad, that's my dad. Yeah, it's cool. That's what I'm saying, man. Like I, I, and I feel like I never get to talk about how cool my dad is because it's like uh insult. Dad, you know he. Yeah. Go to bed at five o'clock. Right. <laughs> like, you ever have a conversation where, like, I'm, my boy, uh, Damien, he also had a dad, but his dad was not nearly as cool as mine. And, um, <laughs> so one day we were, um, we were talking in front of the house and the window was open. And yeah. he, he was like, yo, man, fuck parents, man. They ain't shit, man. The parents be fucking it up. And we were only like 15. I was like, Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know about you, but uh <laughs> I like I'm, I'm a I fan like of uh, I'm a big fan of air conditioning and uh a roof. I'm also uh, I'm also <laughs> into this thing. I don't know if you heard uh it's called food. Love it. Yes. <laughs> it's it's the, it's there when I get home. I don't have to make it. It's just in the yep. house. Uh I didn't pay for any of it. Uh also big fan of clothing. Big Love fan of clothing. <laughs> clothes to put on my body. Yeah, like like going out of the house uh, not naked. Uh, and so we had this long conversation where he's just like, fuck parents. And I'm kind of like, yeah, but. 
and so he goes home and shit and i go in the house and my dad's like what's up with your friend damien i was like i don't know man and he goes uh because i was he was like i was walking by the window and i heard him talking about fuck parents is everything okay i was like you know his dad is crazy and shit and he's like yeah and uh he was like well, uh, I'm glad that you, uh, you like it here. I was like, yeah, that, that shit was crazy. I don't know what he was talking it. about. Never want to leave. <laughs> I remember also his dad, um, his dad was the crazy dad, right? He had a, a sign on his, um, on his fence that said, he had, he had a Corvette, right? It just said, Oh God. Fuck the dog. Beware of owner with a gun underneath. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> God. He was that dad, man. He was the scariest dad on the block, man. Like I was, they would be like, come to my house. I'd be like, no. no. Nah, meet me in the street, dog. Pass. Yeah, meet me by your mailbox. Yeah. Tell you what, we're going to be outside with Honk. Yeah. I'm going to yell for you when I get by your house. <laughs> so you can come on out. Oh, and he was that dude. He was, his dad was that dude that kept the Jericho about 20 years longer than it was. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Like so- <laughs> yeah, like he had the balding spot Jericho move that most oh. people never don't see. That's yeah. a solid Jericho. Let me look. Jericho is Jericho. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. one of the most, you know, I, Karen. I see you laughing. It's one of the most cutting edge innovations in hair. I had one, so that's why I'm laughing. So. Well, it's one of the signs, though. It's like Jerry Curl in 1995 is a sign that your yep. daddy, your daddy, might be the crazy dad. He might listen to way too much Lionel Richie too. <laughs> he might. Hello. He, right. He might. <laughs> he might hop into his Corvette and, and start playing dancing on the ceiling. And hey. you know what? Hey, that's on him. And that's your dad to live with, but not mine. All right. I love my dad. Hell yeah, man. Yes. Right. Good job, Pops. I love you. I love my dad. Yeah. Cool dad for the win, dude. I yeah. Ha- I have a uh, one more question. Yeah. Uh, uh, Felter loves to cook. What are some of your favorite meals? Oh, my favorite things to cook. I love making hamburgers. Like, it sounds so pedestrian, but I love going, like, getting my ground beef, mixing it up. I love your jalapenos, bacon, cheese on there. I like to get the knot rolls from Harris Teeter, mm. garlic butter on the top, sprinkle some sea salt on it to make pretzel rolls mm. all on the grill. I love that. Um, the best thing, my, my girlfriend will tell you, the best thing I make is fried pork chops with rice and gravy. Mm. Keeping it, like, old school from the south, like, Mom, that's the thing. My mom made that. My mom used to have to make extra pork chops because we would all walk by and sneak one. So, mm-hmm. like, I love that. I made country fried steak the other day. I love, like, I'm, I don't, I'm not fancy. I can get fancy, but to me, the best things that I cook are like down home, country, like you know. Now she's in the chat. She's saying carrot cake cupcakes. Pretty. Oh, I made carrot cake. I made carrot cake from scratch yesterday for her birthday. I had never made, I don't bake a lot because mm-hmm. I don't like people telling me what to do. And I feel like baking is just people giving you instructions for everything. And I don't it like does, that. man. There's no fucking spontaneity in baking at all. I don't like baking it either. Oh, like, like, hey, like bitch, bacon? make sure you put one <laughs> tablespoon of baking soda in there. <laughs> and, and the thing is, it, they're always right. Like, it's not, yeah. like, it's not, it's not like, up. uh, everything fucks up. Right, it's not even like other shit where I could be like, you know what? I like paprika, bitch. I'm putting two times the amount of paprika in here. Like, yeah, put that in that souffle if you want to. Yeah, it's not like that because it's like you w- will literally fuck up everything and be like, I don't want to eat my cupcakes. You're like, man, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I fight myself yes, on this? Yes, if you want to be spontaneous with bacon, I mean with 
well, I'm talking about thinking bacon. We'll put bacon on it, number one. But if you want to be spontaneous with baking, uh, you, you have to do stuff like the, like the stuff that's not inside what you bake, like icing, frosting. Yeah. You know, that I don't like stuff. It. I don't yeah. like it. I'm not a fan of that kind of bacon. I don't like it. But I, it's her birthday, and she hadn't had a birthday cake in a while. So we are talking, and I was like, well, I always, like, this was the first year I didn't have a birthday cake for my birthday. And I was 100% okay with it because I can't eat that much red velvet cake. Mm. Like, my mom always makes a red velvet cake for my birthday. I'm glad that she didn't make it because I can't eat it. Mm. I don't eat sweets. But she was talking, and she's like, I haven't had a birthday. So I make cupcakes, carrot cake. And I'm going to tell you what. Grating carrots to put in the carrot cake takes forever. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how long it took. But I grated carrot cake. I grated carrots. I, I made and I did everything. No electric mixers. Oh, like, you you old school. I did it all because you know what? You got to make. It's the first time I ever made it. Made it with love. Maybe I'll cheat next time and use. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. I, definitely I, I cheat. Yeah, I, I I cheat in a lot of my cooking. Um, I use choppers and mixers and pressers. <laughs> And Roger, I like to uh, uh, make, uh, what is it, black bean uh, burgers. So I got yeah. me a hand masher. I got me a mallet. Fuck that. You know, a lot of times I buy stuff pre-chopped and pre-sliced and shit like that. Because I was like, I ain't got four hours to be sitting here in the kitchen on my feet. Yeah. Well, that's the problem is I have the time. So I got up yesterday at about 7, right after the tennis match went off and started. And I, I cleaned the carrots. I peeled them. I grated them. I put all the I put all the sugar and the flour and the whole deal in and got it mixed up and then put them in the cupcake thing. Then I made the icing, so I did the whole deal and it came out really well. Um, I've got to buy like a pipe. I got to buy one of the the bags that you pipe frosting out. I got to get yeah. one of those. If I'm gonna keep baking. It's worth it. It's it's yeah. It's, yeah. All right, man. Let's start the show. All right, let's do this. Uh, had to get my cool dad shit out there. I don't get too many guests I could talk about that. Yeah, much. and I had to talk to him about cooking because I know he likes to cook. Yeah, none, none was. I put on a feast. None Last of, thing before we start the show. Yeah. Bacon and cheese sliders. Of course. I made up this new thing. I call it, it's called sausage rolls. I make biscuits, like scratch biscuits, roll the dough out, put, uh, like a smoked sausage inside, roll it up, bake it. It's like a sausage biscuit, but you just cut it into rolls so people can just grab one and you have the whole, it's like biscuit around the sausage. I made bacon wrapped shrimp. We had uh, pizza dippers, which are just like pizza dough rolled out with with pepperoni, mozzarella cheese stuffed inside and you bake them or you can fry them. And I had a vegetarian chili for my friend that's a vegetarian. Oh, shit. shit, I got to come. You got to cook for us one day. <laughs> February, I'm starting the In the Bleachers Supper Club in February. Oh, that's Once a month of a recipe that I've never tried before, something that I just invent. I'm going to do it once a month. I'm going to invite you guys. Don't worry about it. That's what's up. Oh, man. we are We'll there. show up. We'll show up to eat your food. No problem. Take pictures. Put it on the Tumblr. I will bring my food, too. I will, I will contribute yes. to this cause. There you go. Yeah. Um, all right, so this is the Blackout Tips podcast, and I'm sorry for all y'all that didn't have cool dads. I just need to get that out. <laughs> I've been holding that in for 400 and something episodes, so, uh, you know, it takes time. Um, but yeah, you can find us on the blackouttips.com and, uh, make sure you guys, uh, check us out because, uh, we're awesome. Uh, you can find all the contact information at the blackouttips.com slash about section. 
and that's where you find out how to get in contact with the show and all that good stuff uh we appreciate it uh for those of you that you know take the time uh to contribute to donate to the show which you can do from the blackoutist.com recurring or one-time donations uh doesn't matter which um you can subscribe to the uh actual website you'll get updates every time we post a new episode or a poll or sponsor or blog post so you know you'll never be out of the loop um you can also do stuff like um leave us a five-star review on itunes Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, and we will read it on the show, regardless of content. doesn't matter what you have to say about the show. You can like it. You can dislike it. As long as it's five stars, it gets read live on the air, verbatim, to everyone. Um, also, join our Facebook group, all that shit. You know what to do. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yeah. <laughs> bullet like ball, a, bullet ball. That's a bullet ball. Yes, sir. That's a bullet ball. <laughs> it's fun to do. Um, <laughs> no, and uh, yeah, we appreciate it. this show is double sponsored. Um, so first of all, sponsored by a longtime sponsor uh, and fan of the show, Dexter from Shadow Dog Productions. This podcast is sponsored by the Audio Place Packs. Packs. Well, sorry, I've been drinking. This is about play. This podcast is sponsored by the Audio Play Packs, produced by Shadow Dog Productions. Get four audio plays for just two bucks. Two bucks. They've never been cheaper than this. Swing over to shadowdogproductions.com slash apac.html. The link is already on the site, people. And go find out for yourself how you can get four individual audio plays for less than a Starbucks drink. And I'm talking water, guys. They charge $2 for water. I believe Are you that. Serious? Come in, ratchet, and get ignorant. Do it. And we're in both of those audio packs. So if you guys enjoy yeah. audio plays. Yes. Uh, and, you you can't, wanna... and you can't get enough of our voices. And you yes. want to hear me cuss Roderick smack out at mm-hmm. a drive-thru? And you want to hear me stop Karen from getting some dick? It's on there. That's right. I'm not going to tell you any more details than that. Um... All right, so yeah, make sure also you check out Mike Felder in the bleachers dot net and twitter dot com in slash in the bleachers, um, and we have one more sponsor. It's a little bit more sexy. Um, There's a meeting in my bedroom. Yes, and my dildo's waiting on me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fellas, hot sex on a platter, and ladies. Yeah. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom where you should be? Yes, don't should. be a prude. No, don't be a prude. Put your so dildo weird. on a platter and enjoy. Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or an adult movie? Have you been thinking about putting that hot sex on a platter where you should put it on a platter and eat well? Eat here's, very well. Here's an eat offer it, you. Lick it and enjoy the entire meal. Smack it up, flip it, and rub it down. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item. Any item, guys. Talking about things that you have to strap on, things that need harnesses, yeah, things, things that need engines that run on gasoline. Batteries, things that you have to rev up. Yeah, things you got to charge like a smart car. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not all. You also get 50%. Off of, you know, your one thing. But you get three free adult DVDs mm-hmm. that'll inspire you to have more and more sex. Plus a free yes. extra gift that's so sensual. I can't even tell you what it is on the radio. Shh. And to top it all off, like the icing on some K2 
carrot cupcakes. That's what I'm talking about. You gotta pipe that bad boy out. <laughs> you get free. You get free shipping on your entire order. Yes. Yeah, you'll know. You won't believe how inexpensive everything is once you get it. Check out AdamandEve.com today for the special offer. Get fifty percent off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT for the offer code upon checkout. You get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, free shipping. TBGWT at AdamandEve.com. Save yourself some money, and it helps out the show tremendously because they monitor that shit. They're like, hey, man, uh, are we going to get some sales this week? Bam. Y'all are helping us out. Will you go help yourself yeah, out? Yeah, it don't have to be nothing. It don't have to be anything um, expensive. Yeah. You know, if, and you know, if you don't want the toy, you can get lubes. You can get condoms in bulk yeah, for you, get, you players out there. You know, you, you players and you players. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You can get all kinds of creams and jellies. Trust you me, know, and, it and, works. And if you're smart, you would buy the, the condoms in bulk and then sell them to your friends for $2. Oh, that's a hustle. Oh, anyway. yeah. Anyway, man, let's start the show. That, but that, damn, Karen just gave y'all some game. If y'all was in college, again. What? I would be on there. I would have a room full of them bitches. I wouldn't need a job at Wendy's, I'll tell you that much. To resell them? Yeah, just get those condoms and resell the shit out just of them. Just don't use condoms. Condoms are for losers. Just exactly. go make babies and have get pregnant. Condoms are for people that don't believe in themselves. That's what I say. <laughs> you gotta believe in yourself, man. <laughs> don't listen to what I just said. That was a joke, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe in your own rhythmic timing, then that's on you, man. I can't convince you yourself. <laughs> yes, you, you don't. You don't trust your balls enough. That's your fault, sir. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the number one topic that's been on everybody's minds, and we didn't talk about it last week, but uh, people want to hear. Uh, did Beyonce lip sync at the inaugural? Oh, I don't give a fuck. I was just joking. I don't uh, care. I, I, say, I, I don't I, care. I saw it all. I watched. Listen, I watched the Today Show every day. They brought this up every single day this week. So let's skip to the next story. Yeah. Hey, I thought I would give a fuck about the inauguration the second time around. Uh, surprised to myself, I didn't give not one fuck. <laughs> like, I'll be honest, though, Rod. I want to go to the inauguration after party, the party after the party in the White House, mm-hmm. when everyone actually for real gets drunk. I'm going to that one day. That would be nice. Oh, that would be nice. Republican or Democrat. I don't care if he's bringing slavery back. I'm going to the after <laughs> after party. And the thing is, you better I'm, party now we put your chains back on, boy. And the thing is, I'm not shading uh, Obama or anything. I just literally thought I would feel more epic. Like, yeah, dog, black we man getting elected this time for real. No more of that cool, you know. Uh, oh, look, one. Oh, we elected a black man. Are we all gonna high five? But just like literally, he's the best candidate. But then I was like. No, nah, that was supposed to happen. Like, uh, that would, I would just. I don't understand how he could lose. Right. Like, I never really thought he was going to lose, so I can't even act like the stakes were so high for me. Like, that shit is for lesser people. I don't, I don't feel that way. I was like, I see, as soon as I seen the Republican, um, <laughs> soon as I saw that debate, so I was like, oh, fuck no, none of these people will be president. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a year ago. I was like, who the fuck are these niggas? Nope. <laughs> no. I started making jokes immediately. I was like, none of y'all will be the leader of the free world. So Herman Cain had his chance though, man. Well, word on the street. They would have just let Herman cook. Word on the street is Herman's back, dude. Uh oh, he back. Yeah, like uh, I guess uh somebody who was uh supposed to have that his seat. Or whatever, apparently, um, had to bow out for some reason or step down. And that puts oh, him as the, uh, front runner to get that seat back. So, uh, we might be getting some more Herman Kane, which I'm a fan of. 
I'm Watch. Herman Cain, he's going to pair up with Bobby Jindal. Oh, they're going to appeal to all the minorities. This, they're making a run. Yep. Yeah. With Chris Christie, maybe even. He might go with Chris Christie because he's going to reach out to a large portion of large portion people. Bobby Jindal will never be president either, though, because yeah, um, people hate him in his own party. Yeah, he's the and worst. not not to mention also he's a little bit too much like Kenneth the Page from Thirty Rock. He is, isn't to, he? To be president, like when he starts talking, he sounds just like Kenneth the Page. Oh dude. my gosh! I'm like, oh sir, I can't, sir. cannot take you seriously. I can't imagine you being like, well, the nukes have come and they've hit. Uh, North Korea has finally fired nukes at us. I was like, you know what? This the levity that I need in a president is not in your voice right now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, all right, so that was one thing I did not feel like talking about, but I, I thought I'd be bringing it up. Um, another thing, uh, I think a lot of the dudes that hate the women they're with. Oh, gosh. They, they don't know it. Um, I was listening to um, Where's My 40 Acres, and they were talking about pregnancy scares. And mm-hmm. you, everybody knows my theory, which is uh, your relationship doesn't start until the first time you have a pregnancy scare. True. And it definitely doesn't start for men. I, I can't speak for women for sure, but it definitely doesn't start for men until that moment because then you have to think about now, do I really, the rest of your life. Yes, do I really want to stay connected to you? And I think dudes, you know, we think short term for the most time, most part. We're, a lot of our shit is just like, yeah, you know, um, I like this chick. We're having a good time. And then one day you look up and you're like, huh, I've been dating this chick for three years. I I think I love this chick. You know, that's how how we roll. It's like day by day until you look back and you go, holy shit. But a pregnancy scare, like, skips all that. Like, immediately it's like, can are we going to have children together? What Do kind I want to have children with you? Yeah, what kind of mother is she going to be? Like, what, you know, what kind of father would I be? What about her family? Do I even like those motherfuckers? Do they yep. like me? What about my family? Do they like her? Uh, you know, how are we going to get through college? How are we going to, like, all these things. And I think that because of this, that's why so many dudes hate their baby mothers. Because what? Because of the pregnancy scare or because... They have hated them all alone. They just didn't know it until the pregnancy scare and then they decided to keep the baby. And that's because people go, why are you fucking women that you hate? And it's like, they don't actually know they hate these women. They have then not... you realize that you hate her. Yeah, they haven't thought about it. They're too stupid to have thought about <laughs> five years too from stupid. now would I still want to be with this person. They're only thinking day to day. Like, well, she was bearable. That's what they're thinking. Like yeah, she's, we got along. Yeah, I like. She's cool when she comes over at three in the morning. Exactly, but they haven't actually thought about yeah. like if there was a baby involved and suddenly this person was responsible for uh, another, you know, another like, human being. Yeah, and also my well-being to some extent because my dumb ass is gonna be paying child support. So, of so, course. So, <laughs> or you could just be a real dad. You could do that. Yeah. Or you could try that move. But <laughs> yeah, but we all know uh, that's yeah. not an option. <laughs> yeah, like, shorty, shorty low, baby mama, baby mama, keep it real. But um, yeah, you be like, you know, because a lot of dudes be like, well, she get good head, you know, I, I she let me fuck her in the ass, but you know, as far as they're right. concerned, it don't go beyond that the night. Right. That's exactly how dudes are measuring their relationships quote unquote they're not even calling them relationships but you know what I mean that's how they're measuring these things with these chicks like yeah man she gives good head yeah. but they're not they're not actually being like and her house is never clean 
come on now. And, that's and she doesn't drive. cook, and she always yeah. go out to eat, and she always she always at the club. You know, it's like you're not really thinking beyond, like you say, long term. Yeah, but um, anyway, I, I still feel no sympathy because. I don't either. If you fucking these ladies and getting them pregnant, fuck you. That's your fault. These and condoms that you bought after market from Karen. Mm-hmm. I exactly. know it's so. Get the price. Shit, the I got to sell five, five for a dollar. Karen got those Lucy condoms and y'all fucked up. And, <laughs> yep. Y'all fucked up, man. Trying to You're trying to believe in that rhythm method, dog. I, I still feel no sympathy for you. Like it's funny when dudes tell you, like, man, you know, my baby mom be tripping. I'll be like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's your not fault. My issue, no, not mine. <laughs> like, what do you want? What answer am I supposed to give? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like no matter how this turns out, that is also your fault. No matter how the end of this yep. sentence goes, I don't know what she did, <laughs> but that's your fault, right? Like you ever have somebody describe to you like? Yo, man, see, my baby mama, she she do stuff like that. Bro, you didn't do it. You got it. Yo, oh, hey, bruh, bruh, check this out, right? Check this out. <laughs> Yo, bruh, check bruh. this out, right? My baby mama, I came down the house to pick up little Jerome, and he was in the same clothes he had on last week when I picked him up, and they wasn't washed. I'm like, so what does that mean? My baby mama, she don't even wash clothes. I'll be like, but you, you fucked that lady and gave her a baby, so. Well, she washed herself. <laughs> She was obviously clean enough for you to put your dick inside her, so uh I understand the problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanna I wanna be on your side here. I do, but um that's still your responsibility. I have no sympathy. Um Yeah, yeah, and I and like even even for me, you know, people be like, uh a lot of my family members uh when I was younger, uh and then Roger, they'd be like, uh, would you watch my uh my nieces, my nephews, no. and shit like that. You know what? No. I, and um, one time I had an aunt. I was, th- I think, about 16, 17 years old. And her and my other aunt had made arrangements without me. And so my niece was supposed to be, well, my um, cousin was supposed to be picked up at my house. Mm-hmm. And the other aunt decides that she's not going to show up. So when my mama come home, I was like, well, I, I got Rod- I got plans to go see Roderick. I was like, uh, my other aunt ain't going to pick her up. I was like, uh, what do you want me to do? My mama had just got off work. She was like, you got two choices. She said, you either take her back to Shelby she or, said, or you can cancel your plans. I strapped her up, put her in the back of my seat. We went flying up 85. <laughs> I, 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 I met her with her grandma. And she looks at me and she says, well, Aunt So-and-So supposed to be picking her up. I said, well, I don't know what Aunt So-and-So said. I'm telling you this. My mama said that I had to kill my plans. Fuck that. I didn't get no hump in my back. I didn't come for this one. So here you go. I'm going back to beat my boyfriend. And then the other one got mad. I said, I ain't got nothing to do with y'all arrangements. And ever since then, don't, don't ask me to keep your child. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's not my responsibility. Um, another thing I was proud of yesterday. Um, and, uh, Felder, I don't know if you're about this life, but, uh, have you ever pulled an audible on Walmart? Uh, in the, in what regard? I walked into Walmart yesterday. Cause and we, then walked out? Right, right. We needed a... Yes. Uh, Immediately. We, we needed a computer table, some curtains. It was funny. And a curtain rod, because I've been doing things around the house lately. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Walmart's right up the street. It's probably the most sensible place to go. It doesn't cost that much. And uh, I walked into Walmart and was completely intent in on shopping there. I went to... And this is the thing that got me. I went to get a buggy. And I thought to myself, there's like a one in a hundred percent chance that this buggy is not going to have be fucked up. 
Yeah, the broken, the broken wheel. Yes, yeah, something's oh, squeaking, gonna... like or crying. Something will be wrong. Something will be wrong. Like oh, Walmart's the only place where you go get a buggy, and like when you leave, one arm is sore and one isn't. <laughs> Cause just you spent more time fighting trying to keep that shit straight yeah. from running to the aisle. It's like one arm strong. It's like oh man, that dude been jacking off. It's like no, he's just been in Walmart a lot, and one arm is well defined and one isn't. Um, so, so yeah, I, I was like, uh, I remember I went to get the buggy. I didn't even get the buggy. Mm-mm. I went to get it and I, and I looked at an old man in front of me getting his buggy and he was looking like, yeah, I got a good one. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that means there's 99 other buggies that are that fucked are up. Terrible. And I, I, and I, and I pulled an audible. I looked at Karen <laughs> and I said, fuck this. We're going to Target. I, and I didn't see it coming. That was the thing. I was like, oh, because, you know, we had got there. We parked. We rolled around the parking lot. Got a lot. good parking yes, space? Yes, I was like, he parked. Do you know, I always, get a good, I always get good parking spaces everywhere I go. Yeah, I try to, man. Not always at Walmart. Like, Walmart is so dicey with the parking situation. Like, just I'm, so dicey. Like, I had to drive around for a long time to get a space at Walmart. Target uh, pulled in, immediately good space opened. No, I, I had pulled the Walmart. I'm like, eh, Pass. I normally just go to the ABC store after that. Yeah, well, I had to get this computer desk, you know, so it wasn't like a choice. Yeah, I got to upgrade. I'm, yeah, I'm proud I, of my desk today. I had to get a cur- the curtains and shit, you know, all that stuff. But it was just this moment where I was like. Mm, I can't be here today. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. I don't like it. Every time I go, I always have some story about how much I hated it and I got fucked over and the Walmart people couldn't help me and they were talking in a language I couldn't understand. And I was like, you know what? I'm a better person than this. I felt like Tina Turner the first time she hit Ike back, dude. Like, that's how I felt. I was like, fuck you, Walmart. I'm getting in my car. I'm going no. to Target. But they respect me. <laughs> You're not taking this part out of my life. No. They were. Oh, let me tell you something, Rod. Like, I go to Walmart, I go to Harris Teeter, Walmart, Food Line every day, one of them at least, normally yeah. two. So, I'm in Walmart, and like, I stopped going to Walmart for like two weeks because I went to go buy dog food. Yeah. And nobody would help me. I got a 40 pound bag of dog food. I'm trying to put on the bottom of my cart, and the cart is like wheeling itself around <laughs> as I'm trying to put the dog food in. <laughs> right. And like if I was a woman, they would have helped me. It's like but they're it's they just like looking at me like, what is this nigga doing? It's like Walmart's. Uh, it's like Walmart's carts are possessed by ghosts. This cart was just rolling. No, it was. I swear to God, it was rolling all the way back down. To, I'm chasing food. I got the and the bag is huge. Yeah, I'm carrying this in the cart, and it's got that wobbly wheel, so it won't even roll straight. Right. Like they got they got some type of poltergeist or some shit in Walmart carts. Man, it's it was terrible. Like, oh, you think your shopping experience is gonna be great? Not. Yeah. But I, I will say this though, I do love going to Walmart when they got the direct T V people there. Oh, I haven't been uh in that situation. Every time I go the only people extra there are the tax return people. Oh, yeah. Man. The direct T V people are I stone on them so hard because I gotta have Pac twelve network for work. So they're like, hey, uh, sir, what cable company do you have? And I slow play. I'm like, I got Time Warner. Like, what package? And I was like, well, I got the Showtime and the HBO, the Cinemax. I got the sports package, you know, Internet, you know, the whole deal. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome. Well, let me tell you, we can save you a lot of money with DirecTV. 
I was like, oh, yeah, really? Like, how much money can you save me? And they're like, well, we can get your bill all the way down to like $100 maybe even. And I was like, oh, that sounds great, man. Do y'all have Pac-12 Network? Mm. Uh, let me... Mm, what? We had the Big 12. We had the Big 10 Network. I'm like, that's not the Pac-12 Network. I got the Big 10 Network. <laughs> Their faces are perfect. They're so far... They're Faces, they're just like, oh, he got us. He hit us with that one invincibility that we never, like, we didn't even know that was coming. I, I won't, I won't <laughs> pretend to know. Spot. I won't pretend to know the ends of outs of direct TV, but I, I, I do like sticking it to the man, so I, I support that. About sticking it to the man. I just, I'm a creature of habit. I've had Time Warner since I was a child. So when that's when that shit switched over from cable vision. I remember that. I remember yeah. that back in the day. We're on U-verse now. Yeah, we've had Time Warner forever. We actually, a dude actually saved us a, what, what, $50? $50 yesterday, randomly. Yeah. He was just walking in our neighborhood, pitching for a U-verse, and I was like, we already got it. And he was like, oh, cool. You know, you can save $50 by doing this thing once a year. I was like, nope, but now that I do, give me a copy of that. I'm going to do that every year. Let Thanks. me ask you, because Kristen, the girl, the girl, she wants to, she wants to try to strong arm Time Warner into giving us a discount. Is that a thing you could do? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can. Yeah, you can. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> All my friends do it. All my white friends yeah, uh, uh, do it. Yeah, you, they uh, you call, call them and say, I'm about to cancel my package. Yeah. I'm not satisfied. I'm looking to cancel. No, they yeah, don't know this. They don't know. Yeah. They don't know. They and don't then know. I did, I did the, the, the thing that's funny, though, um, one time I got real gangster because it was when we actually switched to U-verse and I, was, I knew I wasn't coming back. And um, they called me at work like, hey, hey, man, uh, this time on the cable about that U-verse thing. <laughs> uh, looks like things got out of control. How about we uh, try to reduce yeah, your prices yeah, we, uh, we, by we, X amount? You know, we do a probationary yeah. period where we they, just, they was, I was like, they, no, yeah, fuck you. It was like an ex-girlfriend. They, they called us. It was like, hey, 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 we we seen that you turned out your boxes yeah. in and your remotes. We seen that you you turned in your HDK. Hey, baby, is there something wrong? Right. I like your I liked all this? your I liked all your pictures on Facebook <laughs> lately and uh I I was looking at you and you looked like you were in the beach having fun with with Uverse and uh, uh we 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 uh, just coming by this <laughs> let's get back together just saying. <laughs> yeah. Can we just talk about this right now? But yeah. Oh, I, they, they were serious about that. Um all right. So yeah, we went to Target and uh the other thing I'll say about Target uh, and I don't know what this means, but I swear the average weight of a customer at Target is way less than Walmart. And I don't know why. It is. That is. I have no yeah. idea. It's like you go in Target and everyone's fit. Like, I, like one thing they about. just got back from working out. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> everyone's wearing, like, those yoga tights and shit. It's that like, makes me sick. I'm going to be honest with you. That makes me sick. Yeah. I can't stand when people don't take a shower after they work out. Oh, I, I'm fine with it as long as it's women in tights. I don't give a I fuck. I don't care. I hate yeah. it all around. Yeah, well, we this just agree to disagree I, on this one. I've been dating athletes my whole life. That shit ain't cool, dog. I, <laughs> I like that shit. <laughs> I'm like, look at those tights. She's just walking around like I can't see her ass, and it's it's great. Whoever invented tights was the smartest man on earth. That dude was like, you can look at a woman's ass, and it's like she don't even think it's nothing of it because she's, she's, she thinks she's wearing clothes. And I'm like, mm, we can agree then. I'll just, uh, you have that, ladies. Um, speaking of ladies in tights looking sexy, um, I noticed this watching porn the other day. Why is it only an interracial gangbang if the guys are all of the same race? Because the woman is not of the same race? Right, but that's, but listen though. If you had like an Asian dude, a black dude, and a white dude, 
and they were all, all the interracials. and they were all fucking like uh an a, a polynesian chick nobody would call that an interracial gangbang but that is much more interracial than the interracial gangbangs that they promote the interracial gangbangs they promote are the minimal requirement for interracialness yes let me tell you why because when people have their dick in their hand they have their own fantasies and they only want two races interracial two races anything beyond they should two call races, it like just biracial then yeah, yeah anything something. above that is it's just like that they, they minds just explode it, even the thing is all that's that's crazy too is like even if it's like uh th- like okay it's an interracial gangbang but uh the woman is not white like she's asian and and it's interracial that means that it's gonna be black dudes like it's like a i don't know why that that's what it means but it's like interracial gangbang is a bunch of black dudes. A bunch of black dudes. Like, I mean, that's just you know, they they got a. I think the users rate those porns. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm, users users don't got time to be a peas and rod. Obviously, people. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even. <laughs> for the record, I'm not upset. This is just something I noticed. I just I was users like, users are like, yo, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to get my you know trying yeah. to spank this monkey. Get my jerk on, right? Let me I just do my service to this service by rating this porn real quick. What's the first thing that shows up? I got it. I comes before M. Got I'm just, it. I'm just saying when it comes to interracialness, only black counts. That's it, all. And probably. We, now we wonder why America's so fucked up. That's Isn't why. That most things. Uh, apparently so, brother. Like we wonder. <laughs> like that's why. That's why America's fucked up because people will be like. It's all kinds of races in America, Rod. But people only, you only talk about black and white racism. It's like, well, if you think about it, that's the only ones that count. Look at the porn. Look at the, have you ever watched porn? Yeah. It's the only ones that count, dude. There's no like, uh, uh, Asian dude. Fucks a white woman, interracial corn, porn. Nobody oh, no. looks at that. Nobody looks at no, that. That's up. not considered interracial. Nobody porn. watches that. Yeah, doesn't count. It has to have <laughs> black and white people in it. Sorry, sorry, rest of the people, but we're the most important. <laughs> oh, and uh, be- before you go on, I want to talk about the Target again. Okay, uh, yeah, bring it up. I have an issue with curtains. We went to go do curtains. Why don't they sell fucking curtains in packs? Why are curtains always individuals? Yeah, who would buy one curtain? I thought about that. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? That didn't make First sense. All, let me just tell you, my from my experience with curtains, are you guys getting drapes? What are you getting? We're getting just regular curtains to cover up a window. Is like, that drapes? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, just just straight yeah, down. Yeah, guess, no, nothing fancy yeah, across none the fancy. top. Yeah. <laughs> Not the heavy shit. <laughs> just the the minimum requirement for curtains. Yeah, people. just just like, straight. We got it. They come by like exactly panels, like someone yeah, said in there. Yeah, that's panels. what they Yeah, I know all about this stuff. Like I don't don't ask me why, but I know all about it. And ours have to be extra long because of the way the windows are, yeah. which drives you fucking nuts. Are. Yeah, we have really big, wide windows and whatnot. And uh, I get those specific those right. custom curtains. And we go I know in I there. have to get custom blinds for my mom's house. She got to get custom blinds, and I broke a bunch of them. So and they That's- they they know how to turn curtains into like a seventy dollar ordeal too. Yes, like, they do. Like I go in there in my mind, I'm like, okay, we'll buy a couple of curtains, get a curtain rod, you know, Sweet, no twenty problem. bucks. Right, right. That's how I think as a dude. I mean, because it's curtain. And then you get in there, and it's like, yeah, okay, here's a curtain rod. Okay, that's about fifteen dollars, twenty dollars, not too bad. Now let me go pick out my curtains. Uh okay, twenty dollars for some curtains, not bad. Oh wait, this is one curtain. Yes. Nobody buys one curtain. Who are the people <laughs> in life who are like, 
I just have a very, very, very small, slim window that I just want to cover half of. Uh, yeah. I'll just buy one curtain. Oh, uh, what they do, they, they, they get you like the car salesman. You go in there, they'll be like, yeah, you can buy the cheap curtains. Right. But they sheer. You know, if you want to upgrade to the blackout so curtains. When the sun comes up in the morning. It's going to be all in your, your eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, going to blind you. We finally put curtains up in our bedroom, and now I'll be sleeping at like 10 a.m. and shit. I get it. Like <laughs> Before, it's like I uh, subconsciously the sun would come up, and I would just be yeah, up at 7 every morning. It. But now yep. it's like, I, I was like, this morning, Karen's like, it's it's 9.35. I was like, oh, shit, the show. Like, <laughs> like, let me hurry up and get in here and prepare. Um, all right, a couple more quick thoughts. Um, the, the this one's uh, these are from my the random thoughts I never posted. Uh, what exactly did Captain Hook want from all those kids in Never Never Land? The butt. The hook them. Right. Like I, I don't know, man. Like that story is not very well laid out because it's just this creepy dude with a porn mustache and a hook hand chasing little kids and they never really say why he's i a, think he just wanted to get their youth back uh, yeah he, he wanted, yeah he wanted to wanted be to steal he, their all, youth. he wanted to be after i made youth. that the butt joke i think he just really <laughs> wanted to get their youth back with his hook he wanted to just get that <laughs> steal it. he didn't want them to be young forever and hook him in now. He, he had to be 42 for the rest of his life and he didn't want to do that like he wanted to steal that childhood okay he's like, let me get that child uh, that makes me think about Michael. Have you seen my childhood? Uh, it makes a lot of people think, think about you're... Michael Jackson and Little Boy. <laughs> yes, See, I tried to come back from making that the butt joke. But I... <laughs> Carol, you Just... gonna say something? I'm sorry. No, I'm no problem. I said, yeah, he wanted to take that hook and hook it in that bootay. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 the rocker today, just for the record. Another um, random thought. Uh, I don't want to take up jogging. Uh, not just because I'm out of shape, but because I don't want to be the first person to find a dead body. And Jackals do find doors. They always find them, dude. Like yeah. every time I watch like City Confidential and shit, they always gloss over. But it's like one August morning. It was 52 degrees at 6 a.m. She was going out for her normal morning jog. Yeah, and the body was found. It was out jogging. Yeah, when he walked over the body. Right. Like they're when always he, the when first. When they chipped over a bone, it was sticking protruding out the ground. Right. They're always the first one. So. Oh uh, no! Steve Warner just said dog walkers find that. T- no, I yeah. dog walk all the time. Yeah. I'll yeah, find yeah. a dead body. Yeah, because you know why yeah. you don't. You know why dog walkers don't find it because the dog finds it. No, not because that, but because that would mean the body was buried like in a residential area. People don't go walking their dogs in the fucking park at four a.m. Uh, to stay in shape before work. Like people, <laughs> people walk their dogs the least possible. It's like I'm gonna walk them out to the corner of the apartment complex. They hopefully, come right back. Hopefully, <laughs> oh, shit's better be enough. Yeah, hopefully, shits by a bush and then I'll take them back in. Like that's that's the dream. Like every uh, person that ever walked a dog, their dream dog walking scenario is a dog shitting about ten feet from the house. And I try that every time. It. He never does it. Exactly, right? Like, it's your nightmare if it takes longer than that. So, joggers are different. They're like, I'm going to go walk in the, run in the park, and I'm going to run seven miles this morning before work. And it's like, yep, well, you're going to find a dead hooker. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> baby. Um, she just dumped off. Her eyes are staring at you all dead. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> another random thought. Another random thought. A flawless pornographic movie is a masterpiece. Hmm. Spelling joke. Uh, oh, 
the McRib. That wasn't your best work. <laughs> uh, it's better written. It's better written. <laughs> then it sounds. Huh? Yeah, I'll make that the title for the show. We, we just so working. Understand. It. Um, the Venom costume has been wrapped around more men than Rihanna, and oh. and it drives them just as batshit. That is true. That to be oh. fair, the Venom <laughs> costume has been on lots of dudes. Lots of dudes driven every last one of them crazy. So. Crazy. Um, let's see what else I got. Uh, make them beat bitches and everything. Um, the term of women, if you're in the Venom costume, that's not a thing that you just do. Yeah, agreed. Come on, Karen. Come on. I'm not a nerd. Oh, I'm not either. I know that Venom just, he's just crazy in general. Although I will say that carnage might make you beat up women. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, the term emoticon. Sounds like the name of a really sensitive Transformers character. The saddest dude of all time. <laughs> it's like, Ratchet, Will Jack, Emoticon, let's roll out. It's like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like it today. But Prime. Emoticon. <laughs> uh, Why don't you guys go? Like I'll catch up later. And uh, the Emoticon, last. A little depressed. My last uh, random thought Emoticon. is uh, shout out to the Rebel Flag Bikini. That shit is hot. Ah! Like, uh, it is, dog. Like, that is, that's when bigotry needs to be sexy. You can go to the Rebel Flag Bikini, man. Like, the, you know, if the clan would have started with Rebel Flag Bikinis, man, maybe they wouldn't have got such a bad rap. They I mean, look, hood. I'm from the South, and I love the South. I'm, it's like watching a David Banner video, like twenty four seven. Yeah, that's what that is. I think black people should start wearing them too. That'll I really, think so too. That'll really be offensive to the people that believe in that shit. Like oh. Ebony from ah. oh, Catfish. Oh. Ebony from Catfish couldn't fit in one of those <laughs> bikinis because just be it'd be ass everywhere, dude. Uh, my man, shout out to Todd Diamond. So jealous of him. He actually took a picture with her. He met her at the club randomly like last Same night after the show aired after the show aired dude oh my gosh that nigga's so lucky man oh man ebony was the best i can't believe that dude blew it thanks I, rod that, that dude was so mad he was like what the me what you mean you don't got no dick yeah he's like hold up now hold <laughs> up i hear you talking about all this little 11 year old kid shit i don't Here's give a fuck your kid. <laughs> yeah I don't give a fuck about no kids. Here's what I want to know. What up with that dick, though? <laughs> uh, what that dick uh, do? See, see. So you're saying that you're not a man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's bullshit. I drove a long way to find out you ain't got no dick. Uh, you nah. told me this over the phone. Right. <laughs> he was mad as shit. It's like, I know I'm not KJ, and uh, I actually sent you the wrong pictures, and uh, I know I lied about my sexuality. I'm not a gay man. But uh, what's up with you not having a dick, though? Cause, uh, That's serious. messed up. You out here lying to people like that, man? Catching people catch ah. feelings like this? That's okay, though, because she got the same thing we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then... uh. <laughs> This is a, actually this is a kind of a morbid uh, random thought. This is why this uh -oh. one. I think this is why this one never got posted. I'm looking at these thoughts like these were mean, but um, I think, <laughs> I, think I think all fat people should just stay fat because if they happy, yes, and also because it's not like you got to carry the casket. So fuck them. Oh, that is messed up. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is true. 
we can have everybody out, out here with back problems. <laughs> I don't even remember writing these. It was like, huh, casking these wheels. Fuck <laughs> this, y'all. You got to put her on a gurney. Oh, man. Oh, that was a good one, though. That was, that was <laughs> good. That was good. <laughs> I normally do not make myself laugh, but that was pretty that fucked was up. Good. That was pretty fucked up right there. All right, man. We got articles to talk about. Um, um, Can I just um, say, by the way, yeah. I'm not doing the Django assignment. I feel like I've done enough Django work. Well, have you talked about Django in any form? Uh, uh, like it's a long form Twitter talk on Django. Oh, see, I don't know if I'm accepting Twitter. Like, listen, I had a long form. Like, I was talking about spaghetti westerns and using it in the co- understanding it in the context of Sergio Leone mm. and people not respecting the fact that Ennio Morricone was on the soundtrack. Like, I'm okay. well versed. Okay, I, I think I think I did read that, and I will accept that. I, I believe I actually did read that. Yeah, and, it, and, and I think it, we can go to Insanity Check Chris for that too, because he he saw it too. So I like I, I just yeah. got to get credit. It met all my requirements too, because I do remember reading those tweets, and at some point I just rolled my eyes and was ready to move on. And that's yeah. one of the requirements. Like you haven't I, done it right I, if if I'm still interested at the end, then you're not talking about it the, the enough time to keep your black. I kept going after that too. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep this party going." I will accept that, man. A lot of people they try to submit like one tweet, and I won't accept that. Oh, this was like I got. I had to go to Twitter jail for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Najela <laughs> uh, hit me up um, from uh, the Nerdgasm. I mean, ah, Nerdgasm from uh, We Nerd Hard, and she was like, um, "Yeah, uh, I, I saw Jago. It was meh." And I was like, "Doesn't count. This is not helping your." Shouldn't count. And first of all, and she should just. Well, she should turn in her blackness for that anyways. Exactly. You don't have to like it. I, I will admit, I don't care if you like you it or not. You don't have to like it, but you better not like it. Yeah, but you need to either hate it or love it. And if you not like between, it, it yeah. can't be meh. Right. It, that it, movie, it's got black dudes killing slave owners. And if it's meh, then you need to use that meh to describe how you're better than all the other black people on the earth. Yeah, I will. I will accept that you going. The movie was okay, and that's why I'm a better black person than you. I will accept that too. A lot of people are going at that technique, and that's a good technique too. I don't um, like that technique at all. Yeah, but it's that's why it's good because it makes you it gets your dander up. You go, bitch, you ain't better than me, and that's that's when you know it's a good assignment. Um, uh, just, well, to me, it makes me revoke their movie pass in general because they just don't know anything about westerns. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I also like that move. The guy who goes, well, I really like Westerns, but this movie, it's like, well, um, I don't think you really do. Name three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guarantee that dude ain't, he don't love no, the good, the bad, and the ugly, fistful of dollars, mm-hmm. uh, for a few dollars more. That guy ain't all about, I love, like me, my favorite movie in the world is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Love mm. it. Yeah. Like my dad came over and we just watched that movie one day and, and the girl was sitting there like, are we really, are we just going to watch this or like, yeah, we're supposed to be hanging out. And me and my dad are like, Oh, this is it. This is the part. This is the part. <laughs> yeah. I don't want, I don't watch a ton of Westerns, but I have, I, wa- I have watched for sister Sarah. I love the sons of Katie elder. I love Westerns. I, I like, I've watched, uh, like three ten to Yuma. I watched, I watched, that. uh, what was the one where, uh, it came, they came out with a remake a couple years ago. Um, with a daughter who was trying to um, find her father. Yeah, three ten to you. Oh, 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 oh! The True Grit. True Grit. Yeah, I watched that. that. Um, Digital True Grit is so much better with the Duke. 
yeah that's what i hear man um i watched of course unforgivable um yeah. I, I mean unforgiving unforgiving i have seen that one um uh you know like i've seen you know uh, uh the young guns was that wasn't that one with the- Rod, there, there are so many westerns i just need to show you that are way better than all these movies yeah I, like i, I was said, like maybe i ain't I'm, seen the right one like it's yeah. not even that like i'm i'm into westerns like it's just i don't know how you watch movies and don't see them like i i wouldn't label myself as into westerns and I've seen all these movies. I, I actually saw um, A Fistful of Dollars. Dope. Shout out to Leonard Brothers. Which one? Magnificent Seven. The original Magnificent mm. Seven is so dope. Mm. Oh, I used to, for my birthday, I used to always go to the Harris Teeter in a robe and buy a steak and then watch Magnificent Seven. The thing, like, here's the thing about Westerns that are funny like to me. College. Westerns are have this weird sensibility of nobility, even in the villains. That's always kind of funny because it's always like the villain is this, this dude who's like, I'm going to kill everybody and, and rob them and all this shit. But then it's like they kidnap a woman at some point and it's like, no, don't hit her. Put her in the room. What? Shit. Really? Because I see Westerns where they just beat the hell out of women. Yeah. No, no, no. What I mean is like, uh, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, okay, you're the super bad guy. You stolen Clint Eastwood's girlfriend or some shit uh shoot her in the fucking head or you know or or the, or some they always have they always have a posse and make creepy dude is like yeah take her to the back i'm gonna have my way with her it's like no not yet gotta wait for clint eastwood to get here and kill us all and then we'll do I'm gonna, it i'm gonna <laughs> tell you what lee van cleve beats the hell out of some girl in the good the bad and the ugly like beats her down mm, i believe and i was it. like that that's very real to me yeah i believe it but it's just like like i said in most westerns they have like even even like in the idea of like, and then we're gonna have a shootout at high noon. It's so the shootout. I thought you were gonna go with the shootout yeah, because they do always want to shoot a fair one. Yeah, it's so noble. It's just so fucking noble of a way to like be a bad guy. Like shoot him in the back. Yeah, I would think every bad guy would be like, listen, Clint well, his e- backs to me. Let me just kill him now. Yeah, Clint Eastwood has killed seventy five of our men. Okay, <laughs> obviously had all but one bullet. The high noon tactic is just not going to work, guys. I know you guys give me your best effort, but now that we're 75 men down, I'm really thinking we need to you change come up it up here with some other strategies that might have a better we chance got of working. Ideas, guys. We, we, uh, let's let's start brainstorming. Uh, I'm thinking maybe poison his food. Um, I'm thinking, um, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe, uh, you know, we Hook go with, with STD. We go I with mean, a dynamite. Yeah. We, we dynamite his uh, hotel room, something like that. Well, uh, we could blow him up. Yeah. Like Let's I would not, that. I would not be interested in gunslinging with this dude. Like there was a part in, uh, I want to say it's a good to bad. No, it's, uh, it's, I want to say it's a fistful of dollars, but it might be wrong. But there's a part where he and another, like, uh, uh, bounty hunter have a shootout, shootout with each other's hats. Mm-hmm. Where like they're shooting a hat in, up the, in air the air for like, for like 30 seconds, just, Bam! And then the next dude shoots the hat and it goes another 20 feet. The next dude shoots... Proving who's the best. Right! I was like, any one of these bullets y'all could have shot each other. They don't want to shoot each other. Ah, They want to shoot the best. Too much honor, dude. They got too much honor. Westerns are... (laughs) uh, Western has its own morality, dude. Which I like, though. Which actually makes it fascinating. But they have their own morality that's just not in any other movies. Um, That's true. All right. Let's talk about morality. All right. UCLA... They say that uh the backpack matter is closed. And oh so we can gosh. all we can all relax, guys. What's the backpack matter? Well apparently oh. Shabazz Muhammad, 
a star freshman for UCLA's basketball team. Uh, he wore, he, he, whenever he does a press conference, he will wear this designer expensive backpack. Gucci. Oh. Oh. And, um, people started noticing it on TV and shit. And they said, they started, you know, snitching. Cause, you know, they had to hate. The backpack could be between $990 and $2,370. And they said, where is he getting all that money from? Boosters? Hmm? And, uh, UCLA said they, he got it through his family and it's, it's legal and it's fine. The matter is closed, but they did investigate it. And, uh, now we can all relax because they're making sure these kids ain't getting Nathan. <laughs> all I'm saying is, is that they need to, yo, just cause y'all are poor and don't have good ass book bags. Don't be mad at him. Right. Like, what was that going to prove anyway? Nothing. Like, let's- you're used to rocking an East pack. Right. <laughs> Like the rest of us. This, so this better than my jazz sport? Boo this man. <laughs> such hate, man. Such hate. Like, the, he, at the end of the day, is a 17, 19, 20-year-old kid with a fucking nice book bag. Are we really trying to keep them from having book bags, dude? Yeah. They can't, they, they, hey. Yeah, they can't have nothing. Like, that book bag is super nice. <laughs> Give a bitch a little Top bit of, of money, she lose her mind. Um, I can't stand like it's that whole story was ridiculous and like the worst part is is listening to like UNC fans because his parents are pretty they do well for themselves like they're not poor his sister's a pro tennis player like she's like they do okay his his uncle played in the NFL for like eight years their family's okay they're not poor Mm. and people are like well how did his family get that money I bet Adidas was bankrolling them and I was like Call a timeout. Okay? Just stop. Let's just stop because you guys are ridiculous. Black people can have money sometimes. Like, relax. I think. Are you sure? You you sure? You know what's funny? I think. Well, people got mad at Johnny Manziel too, but if his name was like Johnny Smith, they'd have been like, oh, that makes sense. You know what's funny is I think part of this stems from the fact that people who advocate for athletes, a lot of times, they run straight to the like. Poor little kid. Yeah, they're so poor. Yeah. And it's like. So then people run into these where they're like, but he's not poor. He has a backpack. And it's like, okay, let me rephrase that. It doesn't fucking matter if he's poor or not. He's a human no. being and he can have some nice shit. And it doesn't mean that we have to like make him a fucking persona non grata uh, yeah. for having a book bag while he's also, I don't know, making the university millions of motherfucking dollars. How about that? Yeah. It just, it makes, it's tough for me. Like I hate seeing it because Everyone that plays isn't poor. There's some poor kids, mm-hmm. but everyone that plays isn't poor. Mm-mm. But the idea that I don't think you should pay them based upon their poorness. Right. Exactly. Just because they're earning it. Like, and not to mention, like, uh, it's basketball at UCLA. Um, hmm, how many people that don't play basketball would actually go to UCLA if it wasn't for basketball at UCLA? It does kind of have a storied history, you know, um, it's got a storied history. Like a lot of UCLA is a really good school. Yeah. But. Its profile gets elevated, and we saw this with Davidson in 2000 and whatever it was, eight or whatever they made to the Elite Eight. Their applications went through the roof because they had more visibility, and I don't think people give that enough, nearly enough credence. And, like, how much of UCLA over the years and years and years goes back to John Wooden and that fucking that program, dude? Yeah. Chiming out just star after star, season after season of greatness – Building a legacy that will never be forgotten. There's no money you can put on that. Like this, just like 
Do you like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I prefer Lou Alcindor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, do you like Bill Walton, the old man? Well, I prefer Bill Walton, the healthy young man. I prefer Bill Walton, the pothead. <laughs> yeah. I prefer, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but that, but that is the point though, man. I think it gets glossed over a lot, man. So. I do too. And this is one, that's one thing that kind of turned me off. Like I can watch college sports, but that's one big thing that's a huge turnoff to me as a fan who cares about the players. It was like people that like they can't have shit. I can't sign nothing. I can't own nothing. Everybody makes money from my image, but me and I have a big issue with that. Yeah. Oh, you can sign stuff, but you can't get no money. Guy can go sell it on the internet and make his own money. Right. But he can't give you any of that money. Uh, I just saw this. This is breaking news. Uh, I'll play the Uh-oh. video. But uh, President Obama questions the safety of football. Oh, I saw that. Let me let me play this. I haven't heard it yet. Harsh discipline of Bounty Gate was couched by NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell as part of his campaign to make the game safer. This while thousands of former players are suing the league over what they maintain was the league's willful negligence in the past about the long-term dangers of concussions, and now. President Obama says he would have second thoughts about allowing a son to play tackle football. In an interview with the New Republic, Mr. Obama says, I'm a big football fan, but I have to tell you, if I had a son, I'd have to think long and hard before I let him play football. I tend to be more worried about college players than NFL players in the sense that the NFL players have a union. They're grown men. They can make some of these decisions on their own, and most of them are well compensated for the violence they do to their bodies. You read some of these stories about college players who undergo some of these same problems with concussions and so forth and then have nothing to fall back on. That's something that I'd like to see the NCAA think about. End quote from the president. All right. So, I I guess I have to, the first thing I have to say is, um, I've said some mean things about the president in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, mostly because he's infringing on my right to play video games with these dumbass fucking studies. Uh, keep your hands off of video games, Obama. Um, but here's, here's the thing. I'm, and maybe it's not the most popular thing to say about football, but, um, I'm just going to say it. I don't think you can, you're ever going to get rid of injuries and head injuries and shit in football like no no the only way to solve this is for everyone to stop playing football and that's never going to happen and you're also disregarding the fact that uh these dudes want to play football and it's just it's like it's kind of it's like it's kind of like watching um (laughs) this is a weird analogy but follow me it's kind of like watching like uh bdsm sex Mm-hmm. Where you watch, like, I watched media, uh, you know, bondage porn or some shit, and I'll, like, I'll turn it off, cause I'm like, oh no, he's hitting that woman in the, in the ass with some type of whip, and he got a ball gag in the mouth, and he's, he's, uh, trying to step on her face or some shit, I'm like, oh, this is too much, I'll turn it off. But, <clears throat> if I stopped everyone from being able to have that kind of sex, there's gonna be a lot of women like, the fuck are you doing? This is how I get off true like it doesn't matter how it looks to you it doesn't matter what harm you think i'm going through this is my preferred lifestyle i don't know that i can stop anyone from doing something like that that they want to do and i feel the same way about football players and football i don't know that i can stop you if you go i don't give a fuck if i got a concussion i want to play football this is what i this is the thing i love and what i'm dedicating my life to and this is a risk i'm willing to take um 
and and that won't go away if i just say you can't play football anymore i'm gonna be pissed at you true so i don't know how to solve it man i don't think president obama can solve it i don't think no, I, I don't think so either because like, everybody keeps going oh, the ncaa needs to take a hard look at this i don't know that a uh, harder look is going to change anything well, I think that there's a lot of things that you can do. Mm-hmm. I think that's the that part of what we disagree on. I think that, uh, one, I think there's ways to make the game safer. Mm-hmm. They're not doing any of them. Give me I some, give me, that. run some ideas, Bobby, man. I want to hear these. I think that the, the first thing that they have to do is you got to go with a mandatory sit out. Um, a mandatory sit out for concussions because the biggest issue with concussions is not the first concussion. Mm-hmm. It's the second one. The one that comes after you're already vulnerable. The second second concussion syndrome is a thing, and second impact syndrome is what it kills high school kids. Yeah, um, it's what kills your brain cells when you're in college and when you're in the NFL. Now, so, uh, let me just throw this out here because players do want to play. Yep. I mean, we saw it, this. It, we saw this with RG three on the biggest stage. Yep, we it's saw him suck to tell yeah. him you can't play. Yeah, and we, but we also saw him and his, uh, coach and, uh, if you're, if you believe it or not, you know, Dr. Andrews, depending on how much you're into that shit, but we, we saw multiple people that are supposed to be in the chain of command basically just go, he's okay. He wants to play. Yep. Who's going to stop him? And nobody really talked about it in the media until, it was like apparent that he was going to miss some games. Then it was like, well, should he have even been out there? But even the announcers live during the game where I think all the fans were kind of like, wow, is he really going back out there? The announcers are like, yeah, well, uh, uh, RG3 so tough. It's good to see him back out there. He's a leader. And so it's like, I wonder if we I can change it. that. Can we but, change but, that culture? But the, the, it's, it's, it's a tough – go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but the thing about it is that now for – Maybe for high school and college, I I do agree with him for that because you're not paying them. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about the pros exactly. and money, you sit a player out, it's a possibility he might lose his starting spot and might not get it back. You talk about money yeah. when it comes to that. So well, I will say it's a this. different thing when you talk about the pros. I'll say this, though. What's more desperate, a person that's getting paid to play football that wants or a paid. person that wants to get paid? Because if you're asking me, I have, I, you know, I'm fucked up somehow, but I feel like I need to get on this field and display my talents because it's my only way to get to do what I love for a living and I'm not getting paid for it. I'm feeling like I even, even more than a guy making millions of dollars with all types of rehab and doctors and all this shit. I feel like I definitely need to be on the field. Like I would like, cause I'm not getting paid. I should be out here more so than a guy who can fall back on some of his own resources. You're 100% correct, Rod. Like, talking to, like, my best friend, one of my best friends in the world plays in the NFL. He plays for the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. And he say he's like, look, in college, I'd have played through anything. And, and now, I'm, I'm going to sit. If I got to sit, I'm going to sit. But the problem is, is that you've got to have, like, at Carolina, we had mandatory. If you got knocked out, you're going to be out for about 10 days. Wow. And there's a handful of guys that could flub it and be like, no, I wasn't knocked out. But for the most part, if they knew you were knocked out, you're out 10 days. Mm. Um, I like that. I like the idea of having independent people doing your concussion test. I agree. Instead of your, I agree. Instead of your team doing it, an independent person does your concussion test. Um, they just found out at UCLA that they can see the tau proteins in your brain 
the things that cause the the chronic traumatic encephalopathy, the CTE, mm-hmm. the advanced dementia, they can see them now when you're alive. Mm. And I'm in favor of people looking at that because you can see how much damage you're doing to your brain. Uh, you know, and also I was a big fan of third party do- doctors. Yeah. Until this James Andrew shit, and then I, I was. Think that don't count. Don't count him. Don't count him because I. I mean, no. the injury counts. The brain injury counts. Like it was no, just no, one. No, of, I'm saying don't count him specifically. Oh, oh no! Well, here's what I'm saying. I, I we're not really privy to any other doctors, right? It, your general fans couldn't name any doctor on any NFL team anywhere, anytime, generally. Yeah. But we all know Dr. James Andrews. Like he's, yeah, oh, absolutely. And he's a, he's a celebrity doctor. Right. So it was kind of that moment where it's like, of all the people who don't need to give a fuck, plus his rep is on the line, he's the one guy that I would go, well, I know who you are. You can just go, yeah, fuck that. Uh, don't put this guy back on the field. I don't care how it yeah. looks. I'm a billion-dollar doctor, and you're not going to fuck up my money exactly. by making this seem like I'm complicit in a guy getting re-injured. That's just stupid. And when he went along with it and then tried to be like, I, I waved high, and I guess he took that as, I was like, see, man, that's exactly. that's not really what people are envisioning. I'm envisioning real doctors right. that are on the sidelines, not guys that are in front of a camera. Right. You need guys that are on the sidelines that do the concussion test for you, that run through it, that watch the film. And then the other thing that I think you have to have, and a lot of people don't know this. They have impact monitors. They have impact sensors that can tell you real time mm-hmm. what level you've been hit at. I didn't know Michigan that. uses them. Uh, Stanford, I think, uses them. A couple other schools use them. But they're not mandatory in college football. They're not mandatory in the NFL. Um, the Army uses them inside of helmets. The Army uses mm-hmm. them. And basically what they do is say, hey, you registered a hit on normal levels that would be a concussion level. Let me evaluate you. Ah, okay. And but the NFL refuses to use them because obviously their money-making products would be out of games. Yeah, and the other thing too True. involved here that I think people don't want to say is that um, we don't really want to know how violent football is. No, they don't want. There's fans that don't want kids to go see. They don't, there's fans that don't want players to see the birth of their child. Right. You think they want to hear that this guy got it got knocked out and he yeah. can't play? Nobody really wants to know that the real numbers of people who are injured and shouldn't be playing because it would fuck up everything if you knew, like, well, actually, uh, last game, 10 people got some sort of injury where they should not be on the field for a few weeks. And uh, we're going to evaluate them uh, with a third-party doctor who's going to tell us when they can play. And fans, they, they like to be like, oh, I'm really concerned. But when it's like... Hey, guess what? Um, your fantasy football starting running back will not be on the field for possibly ten weeks, and we'll you'll know when we know when he's okay. All of a sudden, you're gonna see people being like, you know what? Aaron Foster needs to get his punk ass back on the field. I don't give a fuck what's wrong with him. He needs to walk that shit off. It's been three weeks. It's like he's living with a concussion, dog. It's uh, you know, it could be fucking up all kinds of things for him. I don't give a fuck, man. You know, <laughs> I need to win this fantasy football game, like. I really do feel like that. Yep. That that's no, something we're not ready for. I wish I wish people could come live a day like with me and see like what my life is like every single day because it's fun and I love my life. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know that you'd be a good example. I think we need to go live a life. No, no, no. But if they could see like <laughs> the small, no, no. I mean like the toe. Like I've got turf toe that won't oh. go away. 
I've got like I'm not as crisp as I used to be because of the concussions, the back pain, the hands. The, I've got arth- I've got arthritis. I've got knee. I've got arthritis in my hands, my knees, my back, my toes. I've got like I can't move. I can hardly stand up straight. I've only got 65 to 70 range of motion in my shoulder. Shit. And this is just from playing college football and being a scrub in college football. Yeah. Oh man, I played and basketball with a dude. They used to play for Green Bay as a DB. I can't remember his name right now off the top of my head, but um, yeah, he he had a neck injury and had to quit football. And um, like we'll be playing basketball and he'll like go in and dunk on somebody or something and get fouled real hard. And he's like, "Okay, that's it for the day." Um, I'm out. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh, you look okay." It's like, "Nope, nope. not nope." My, I can feel whatever I feel. Uh, and I know it looks fine, but I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to fucking play foot basketball at the YMCA. And uh, I sprained, I sprained my C three and C four, mm-hmm. and I didn't have to have like I didn't have to have them fused together with the plate on the back. Mm-hmm. But I had to go through stem like stimulation where they send like the oh. electroshock through, yeah. and ultrasound where they send the waves through. Like I've had to do all this. Like I've and I lied. I lied like crazy to tell him yeah. so that I could get back out and play. I'm and like, I, no, I'm good now. I'm I, good. I did the same thing. I wore out my CB for. I uh, watched it so many times. <laughs> it's like the you know the subtitles wasn't working anymore. I'm black, y'all. <laughs> and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black and black and I'm black, y'all. But all right, I, we could talk about this shit for hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, you can. Agree, but I just think that there's a lot of things that you can do. Um, last thing, I think hit yeah. counts will be important with those sensors, mm-hmm. with those impact monitors. You look at the amount of hits that a guy's taken between practice and games, and you can try and pace them out. And be like, listen, we're going to pull you out of practice today because you're you're getting close to your threshold for the week. But Let's how? Look. But how will Andy Reid ever coach a quarterback again? I don't know. <laughs> Is it, you're taking money out of that man's pockets, Karen. Where are you going to coach at now? Atlanta. I mean, um, um, Kansas City <laughs> Kansas or Arizona. City. Kansas City. Yeah, uh, you guys, you're, you're you're lucky. You got Chip Kelly. I think he's going to be good for you, man. That's what everybody keeps saying. I just didn't want Andy Reid, so I'm happy with whatever. <laughs> uh, she's good. Uh, I hope so. Karen, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, I was listening to Phil to talk about his injuries and stuff, and I got, like, arthritis, and I've been at car wreck, and when he was naming those spots, I know exactly what it was because I learned a whole bunch of shit about, about my back and spine from the chiropractor and something I wanted to say, and I told the chiropractor, I did not realize that your spine went, like, all the way down to your ass. Yeah, and your coccyx. Yes, I didn't realize that until he like run the test. I was like, "Oh shit! Wait a minute, he ain't stopping. He going like below my butt cheeks." I was like, "What? What is going on here?" I was like, "What is we measuring?" I was like, "I thought my spine ended at my bottom of my back." I was like, "What, what the oh hell is God. going on here?" <laughs> um, all right, man. Uh, let's talk about the military. All right. You know, a lot of people in America, we finally got where you can serve in the military and, and there's no more don't ask, don't tell. Uh, well, Russia. Monumental move. Monumental. You know, Russia decided that, uh, they, they're not as, uh, they're not as advanced as, uh, the United States. Uh, they've tried, they're trying to root out the gays in their military. Root so. Out. Russia's defense ministry, defense ministry has a novel idea of how to root out gay people from its military body, uh, from its military with body searches. What is that gonna do? The Moscow Time reports that new recruits could face searches of their genitals and buttocks while, uh, while authorities look for tattoos that would indicate they're gay. 
oh um i'm very confused this is very much like south park where cartman puts his dick in butter's mouth and goes butters is gay and it's like uh because butters is sleeping and it's like uh no dude that makes you gay yes what like what tattoos are they gonna have that's what i want to know i didn't know they had the gay tattoo thing I'm assuming oh, like I knew you was gay. You had I'm gay tattooed on your penis. Yeah, no, I'm I just a, I'm, I'm just a little B fan. Or it could be like a um enter here or something like that. Enter at your Wait, own red. Who's just tattooed? <laughs> yeah. The, who knows, man? Um it says recruits would also be asked about their sexual history, whether they have a girlfriend and whether it is important for her to be faithful. Oh my gosh, this that is terrible. To do with anything? Yeah. You have a girlfriend? Yes. Is it important for her to be faithful? No. Meh. Meh. Not really concerned. Give or take on that. The official recommendations are part of the guidelines issued by the Defense Ministry and first reported in the Izvestia newspaper. The Moscow Times also reports that although most gay Russians don't wear tattoos to indicate their sexual orientation. <laughs> why we? Why so we literally we, just disproved that theory immediately. Right. Why are we butt-checking people's balls and I shit? Think, Come I on. Think, I think they want to look at some balls. Former prison inmates are more likely to sport a tattoo, sometimes which has been forcibly applied. So, so is that you can't even tell if that's real? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the anti-gay climate from Russia's government has recently been on display as lawmakers consider a gay propaganda law that would ban anyone in the country from talking about homosexuality if it could influence minors. The, oh my gosh! The law is modeled after one already passed in Saint Petersburg. Saint Petersburg. Protesters who staged a kiss-in this week outside of Russian parliament were met with violence from self-identified members of the hardline, hardline Russian Orthodox Church. So, yeah. I thought you were literally going to talk about military and talk about women being, excuse me, women being allowed to go into combat. No, um, I don't like. It's weird that people are getting. Some people are mad about that, or some people are coming up with shit, but. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like uh, anything else where if you're willing to go fight for my freedom. Go on ahead. Uh, Sign up. Good luck. Like you know, I, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. No lie. You. I don't want to get off track, Rod. Yeah. But I took. So Chris, the girl, the Kristen is my girlfriend's name. Yes. She went to Fayetteville with me mm-hmm. to go see my grandparents. We're going to go hang out with them. We took them grocery shopping, the whole deal. So we go, we're in Fayetteville. We go to church always at Fort Bragg. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time she's ever been to a church that, one, was so focused on time, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it was 11.55, and people were like, the preacher's still talking. I don't understand what's going on. We got to get out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people just got up and were leaving. And then there's also, like, in the stained glass windows, they have paratroopers with assault rifles. Mm. In the stained glass windows. And I guess she had never seen that before. Gangster. No, I like ain't a seen guy that holding before. an M sixteen jumping out of a jumping out of a helicopter in the stained glass window. Yeah. <laughs> with like a, a tiny, tiny little Moses in the bottom. Bringing Jesus' love to everybody. One bullet and at a time. If you don't like it, you're gonna get it. <laughs> One bullet at a time. Um <laughs> all right, so um another thing. Um this is a local issue affecting all of us. Yes. North Carolina lawmakers mm-hmm. are discussing a draft proposal that will prohibit sales of lottery tickets to people who receive public assistance or who are fouling or who are in bankruptcy. Why? How will they know? Um, I don't know how they're going to find out. 
Uh, maybe they look at your license or something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like uh, once you uh, like turn it in, that might be one of the questions. Do you, are you I don't like all there? this stuff that sounds like Holocaust like identifiers. Like we're talking about like getting a gay tattoo in Russia, and now you're like, oh, you're poor. Let me give you a stamp. Um, the insider reports that the state Republican, I mean, state representative Paul Skip Stam, Republican out of Wake said the measure is among several targeting the North Carolina education lottery that may come up during the legislative legislative session. Also, I love that they threw education in the middle of lottery. Like I feel That's like what it's called. I know, no, no, I know I'm saying, I feel like it's the name of the lottery is hypocritical enough that almost everyone should be able to go get a ticket. Yes. Because none of that money goes to education. A very, very That's small what makes percentage. me the most mad is how little money of that money goes to education. Right. Very small percentage go. And and I think the problem that I have is that when you want them to win to get their asses off the system. Well, here's the thing. He's he, he's giving his uh, advice. We're giving them welfare to help them live. And yet by selling them a ticket, we're taking away their money. And that and that is there to provide them with the barest of necessities. Are these tickets ten thousand dollars? Cause uh, last time I went at them scratch offs is five and ten and dollar six. Six cans of corn though. Mm-hmm. Stam Stam says <laughs> it would be difficult for store clerks clerks to know which players get help. Uh, but Stam suggested that in obvious cases, such as when the customer pays for groceries with food stamps, they shouldn't be allowed to buy lottery tickets at the same time. So now you're giving the clerk some more shit to do. Which is in not obvious go- cases. Yeah. Which is not gonna work. They're gonna like fuck you in your law. We'll put like this. The stores get a percentage off of these sales too. I hope mm-hmm. they realize that. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. They're gonna. Be like, oh, you want this? Okay, here's your pack of cigarettes and and your lottery ticket. Next. Not- fair though. They're saving money. They buy all their food with EBT. Yeah. And then lottery tickets with the cash that they have. Another proposal would remove the word education from the NC education lottery for advertising purposes. Stam said the word education shouldn't be used to sell something that essentially is a scam, especially because lottery proceeds, especially because lottery proceeds account for a small percentage of state education funding. Yes, it does. Well, I like that. Why don't they redirect that and make more of that money go to education? Because too many people making money. I like that they gave up uh, educating people. (laughs) I don't understand. Like, they just quit. Why would they do that? Why did they just quit? You know what? And the funny part is that's why... (laughs) A okay. lot of people had issues with the lottery here in the first place because, and this was their issue, this was their problem. They was like, we already know that y'all don't give a fuck about education. Don't put it in there. And we already know y'all ain't giving schools no money. I was like, yeah, we want the lottery. Yay. I just like the idea of, the, I like the idea of being like, oh, sure. We're legislators and we could be trying to make sure that kids get this money for education. But why? But fuck that. We already fucked up. Let's just go straight lottery. Let's just go straight up. Not even pretending. Let's anymore. be like everybody else and just do I lottery. Don't I don't get how Georgia, Georgia, how can Georgia make this work and we can't? Yeah, yeah. Georgia has a lottery and you could, they give the money to people that are going to college and they're just like, hey, your school's going to be pretty much free. And they have the highest uh, number of catfish per capita. So oh my God, it's, that's I mean, maybe it's not that good. It's like the catfish capital of the of, of the world. Every catfish person lives in Atlanta. What is up with that? Oh. They're all no. I live in Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> ATL, shouty. Although that girl did have a dope ass house. 
Yeah, she did. I would have lived with Ebony too. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just inappropriate to take what is very important function of state government and use that as a selling point when obviously the more educated you are, the less likely you are to play the lottery, he said, which is also true. Um, Stem said he believes many lottery ads are deceptive because they don't take, they don't state the probabilities of winning. Uh, particular prize amounts the lottery advertises large cash payouts he said but the actual prizes are smaller after taxes and other deductions the fact that the lottery doesn't give the actual value of prizes when advertising larger amounts is just fraudulent um anyway this dude sounds like this dude's hating on the lottery but i will say this much um i support everything he said so far i think we shouldn't call it education lottery uh, I think poor people should not be able to buy lottery tickets if they're getting government assistance. I disagree. Uh, and I also think that, um, it, that it, it's fucked up that they advertise, uh, you can get $7 billion when really it's not $7 billion, But I just don't like the profiling. Yeah, I was going to say, I just don't see how you implement this. Yeah, I, I, I think it's stupid. And no matter how rich or poor in between you are, you should have the right to go in there and purchase a lottery ticket like everybody else. Nah, fuck that. Mm-mm, nope. Why you, not? I just don't like the profile. You're getting government money, Karen. It's like if if you're saying, look, I need assistance and this is what welfare is for. It's to take care of my 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 needs and nothing more. Like it's not welfare is not some, you know, hey, this is how you can come up type of shit, right? Are you over here? Right. Like you're not supposed to be uh like that's the thing. You're not actually you're supposed to be should have a Super Bowl party. Right. So to me, the lottery ticket thing is kind of the Super Bowl party. Like isn't no you no, don't and, need it. Um, and, I disagree with you. The reason why I disagree mm-hmm. with you is because for some reason people assume just because you're on welfare, you can't get shit, you can't own shit, you can't purchase shit, you can't buy shit. You're less than a human being because you're on welfare. Like I said, it ain't like these fucking tickets are $3,000. They're not expensive. Right, but your chance, you literally are just throwing the money away. There's no- Most people throw the money away. What's the difference? Because it's their money. And it's their money too. But it's not. It's our money. It's the taxpayer's money. Like, they're not putting in on this. It's like, it's like if I say, Karen, let me borrow $20. I'm going to go buy some lottery tickets. You'd be like, what? Like, why are you like, and it, oh, and if I win, I'm keeping it all. It's my shit now. Um, and I'm not giving you a dollar back. You, you'd be like, what's in that for me? Why would I let you do that? Well, that's kind of how I feel about this, where it's like, you're taking tax <laughs> money from people that pay taxes and being like, I'm going to buy lottery tickets. No, you don't get to. No, I disagree with you. Mm-mm. We just gonna have to disagree with this because this is some bullshit. Because you can't put money in my hand and be like, "Well, fuck you." You can't. You got to do owner. You got to only buy these clothes. You got to only buy these shoes. You got to only. You got to only do this. And my thing is that if they win, you should have stipulations that you check behind them and say, "Okay, you won. We're taking your ass off." That's all. Yeah. Well, what's a, well? What put it like this? What is a no. what? No. You didn't even let me finish talking. I'm back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't, so I'm ask listening. a question. I'm listening. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, I don't like what. So so what if? Uh, what's the point of having an EBT card at all? Then why not just give people a hundred dollars cash instead of uh, an EBT card? Why not just be like, uh, look, EBT card was going to be worth a hundred dollars. Here's a hundred dollars in cash, not welfare, food stamps, none of that. Here's a hundred dollars in cash every month. Do it whatever you want to with this money. Would you be okay with that too? Don't try to backdoor I mean, trap her, Rod. 
I mean, for I mean, for for me personally, if that can, it put like this, it's one of the things where the government wants to keep a track of what you spend that money on. I completely understand that. Mm. I'm not saying that you shouldn't control and you shouldn't, um, how can say, monitor what people spend this money on if they qualify for this. Mm. And my thing is this: if they're coming for assistance, they need the help. Okay, and the thing about it, this is a stepping stone for the people. And like I said, I have a problem when you say welfare. Everybody acts like you can't do shit with that money because they felt like they taxpayers money went into it and they can dictate everything you do, everything you say. You can't own anything. You can't do anything. I have an issue with that. And my thing is that they should have the right to buy a ticket just like everybody else. But here's the thing, though, uh, and that I'm saying is like, I wouldn't give them a hundred dollars cash because, it, cause like you said, you want to track it, you want to make sure they're spending it uh, on stuff that they need. Lottery tickets is not a need. Like, if you're just keeping track of it, but you're not actually going to enforce anything, like, what is it? Then why keep track of it at all? Go buy crack. I don't give a fuck. Like, you got the hundred dollars. You're welcome. See you next month for another three hundred dollars. Like. I do feel like there should be some responsibility that you take when you get money from the government. You now have a responsibility to use that money in the way that you... Uh, said that you would and in the ways that uh, benefit you, not on a fucking yeah, lottery and, ticket. And my thing, it's not like they can take the EBT card and purchase a lottery ticket. Odds are they have to take cash and mm-hmm. odds are the way most laws are written, you have to work in addition to this welfare. So if they go to work and get a check, they should be able to take that money from their check and buy a lottery ticket. I don't see a problem with that and I don't see an issue with that. Oh yeah, alright. Well you convinced me then. I'm on your side now. I agree. <laughs> I just had deja vu. I mean, no, maybe, I'm not. I'm not being sarcastic at all. Maybe, I, I agree with what you're saying. Maybe that's the way I see it. You know, people, people. Now, if you're getting welfare and you're not working and you're not getting any other income, I, that, okay, me and you on the same page with that. Yeah. But most programs are not like that. If you're getting that, you have to work. Yeah, I agree. If you're working, right. do whatever you want to with the money that from your job. Absolutely. Which I said, I don't like the profiling of just assuming that hey, oh, they look poor, or he used EBT. Even though you're buying it on cash, like you're buying yeah. it with cash, you're spending your two dollars for the scratch off. Yeah, I was only I was going with the idea of if your only if your only source of income is welfare, I don't want you spending money on fucking lottery ticket. Period. I don't want you spending money on anything. Yeah, if like your only source of if, income is welfare. Yeah, if that's the, the only thing you got going is like I got Section Eight housing, I got welfare, and I don't have any other source of income. I'm with then, you on that then, one. Then, then you shouldn't be able to go do that. But no, I'm, I agree with you. But I'm pretty sure. But I'm. But 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 from the way that Karen described it, I'm pretty sure it's way more of what she described than what he was talking about. Most people fit into the category yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. And that's way more people. Nope. That's where they get there. They buy food with their EBT, and that's okay. But right. they've got a little extra cash, or whatever. They use yeah. it to buy a lottery ticket. No yeah. problem. Yeah, we don't own them as people. We and, just, and, 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 just because they get welfare, we don't we don't control every we action. Not, we thank you for making that very. We do not own. 
No, a lot of people that think that you do own them because right. they're on welfare. Yeah. yeah, that's not true. And, and, and like I said, and, 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 and not to drag it on, but that's one problem that I do have is that for some reason people hear welfare and people really don't know how our laws and our rules and our legislation right. is yes. for welfare. And they assume that you get welfare, you're poor, you're nothing, you're nine times out of ten, you brown tone, brown skin, even though most white people in our country are more percentage of them are on welfare with, according to the population. But when you... But when you talk about it, you don't really see that. It's presented in a brown manner. Yeah, it wasn't even a race thing for me. It's just this idea of somebody in my mind. What I was seeing was somebody being like, uh, let me get the EBT milk. Let me get the EBT bread. And uh, let me get $20 worth of lottery tickets on my EBT card. And I was like, no, why would you be able to do that? But it's like, I'm pretty sure you already can't do that. So who nope. gives a fuck? So, Mm-mm. all right, next story. Um. Women sue explicit revenge porn website after <laughs> after jilted lovers anonymously posted revealing pictures of them. Mm. I read this on Jezebel. Yeah, a woman porn is what I say. Uh, more than <laughs> it's a woman scorn. Uh, more than two dozen Texan women. Well, everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, are on the verge of suing a revenge porn website that has allowed their former flames to post racy photos of them along with their personal information on the internet without their permission. In some cases, the women don't even know that how the site Texan.com with three X's, by the way, uh, T-E-X-X-X-A-N, uh, ah! which is hosted by GoDaddy.com, got his hands on the revealing pictures. The site has been, had been allowing people to anonymously assemble photo, Photo uh, galleries of former private, formerly private images accompanied by victims' names, homes, and email addresses and other biographical information. How is this possible? Like the person posting it don't got to do shit with them but their profile, but I can publicly put your information out there? Some of the photos had been of under gay, underage girls, according to San Francisco Chronicle. I believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have some folks showing up at your house. I'm like, hey, I, I seen you little girl on, on, online. I got my wife, my wife Van in the back. One of the site's victims, 27-year-old expecting mom Kelly Henson, told the Chronicle last week she was shopping at Walmart when a man walked up to her and said, you're Kelly, right? And <gasps> then went on to explain how he had saved pictures of her, which were taken by her late ex-boyfriend uh, onto her onto his computer. Oh, shit. That would make my heart drop. I just want to know who's that bold with that pornography. Hey, I sent you online. Yeah, not even a professional. Like I saw Sarah J, or I saw, uh, you know, J, uh, J, J, uh, Jada Fire. No, I, I saw a random lady who had pictures taken of her laying on the bed asleep. Uh, I need to talk to you uh, over this milk that you're buying. And wait a minute, are those lottery tickets? What are you on welfare? Um, <laughs> she was, Get that out of there. That should be illegal. Yeah, she was quoted saying that people on the site were anonymously posting posting where she lives and making chilling statements, including one suggesting that she abort her unborn child with a rusty coat hanger. Shit, well, somebody fuck around and show up out of her house. You need to move, honey. Look, it's just a suggestion. Calm down, lady. She doesn't need to move. These people need to get their act under control. Right. Henson reportedly went to the police and uh, to two lawyers for help, but her complaints were not taken seriously as she was told nothing could be done. And, and you know what? Mm-hmm. My, my thing is this. I am that article read about that black lady. 
I have an issue with police officers and people not, not taking, taking shit on the internet seriously. It's almost like they put my name, they put my address, they put my social security number, they put my credit card, mm-hmm. they put every fucking thing about my life since I was born on the fucking internet for all the world to see. You go, we can't do nothing about that. Right. Fuck you. Yes, you can. Because one of them fuckers show up at my house and kill me or I kill them. Then y'all step in. Why does that? Why can't we be proactive? Another victim, Holly Toops, told reporters that the site contains semi-nude photos of her and that she has sent uh, that she has sent to an ex-boyfriend. But she also uncovered self-portraits she had taken just to monitor her progress in an exercise regimen. Um, so he must have got went on and, her phone and, and sent them to himself. And, and you know what's going to happen? It's going to take somebody in a high place. Getting killed. Yeah, or, or their information getting posted and people coming and protesting and marching and standing outside their house. I promise you, rules will get about this shit really quick. Yeah, it's going to take Michelle Obama getting exposed, man. And then that's when everybody's going to realize it's a problem. Uh, Henson and two- no, I, 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 I would, I would uh, be scared because too many people would be like, "Hey, we know where she at." Henson and Tubes are. We already know where she's at. Yeah, the uh, White House. The White House, <laughs> which, which they ain't gonna get into. Pennsylvania. Um, uh, Henson and Tubes are among the uh, two, more than two dozen women named as plaintiffs in a petition for damages and class action certification filed last week in district court in Orange County, Texas. In the documents reviewed by Mail Online, attorney John S. Morgan accuses Texan.com of existing to cause severe embarrassment, humiliation, and emotional distress to the women who have unwittingly had their pictures posted. So, yeah, man, that's just crazy. They should sue, and I hope they win. Because that is some bullshit, and everybody will. It ain't a big thing. It ain't a big thing because your information ain't out there like that. Uh, it's look, a huge thing, and it's gross. Yes, Let me go is. ahead and um, do this for all my white listeners. A lot of times we get uh, accused of disliking white people, of hating on white people, and shit like that. And I got to say, wow. nothing could be further from the truth. And here's a PSA for all my white people. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Soft cheese listeria outbreak is spreading. What the hell is this? Three more people have been struck down with listeriosis after eating soft cheese. The cases in NSW follow seven cases last week. Ain't cheese supposed to be soft? Oh, my. That, okay, let me just call a timeout. Mm-hmm. There's two different types of cheeses. There's soft cheese and there's hard cheese. Oh, Soft cheese is like creamy cheese. It's like your breeze. Havarti is like maybe one of the hardest types of soft cheese. Then you get to your hard cheeses, obviously cheddar, mm-hmm. but also like pepper jack. Those are your hard cheeses. They're they're, they're different. They're separate. They bring uh, the- most of my cheese is already shredded up, so it's already soft. So I, I as far as I'm concerned, they're all cheese is soft. They bring the total number of people affected nationwide to 21. Yes. Two Australians have died, and a pregnant woman has miscarried following the outbreak. Oh shit! The people ate cheese produced at Jindy Cheese Company, J I N D I, uh, and that has since been recalled. Tests are still underway to confirm a direct link with the current outbreak. According to NSW Health, Jindy has voluntarily recalled all batches of cheese manufactured up to and including January 6th. It follows an earlier recall of Brie and Camembert cheese. Oh, shit. On December 19th, 
after the first cases were identified listeria has a 70 day incubation period so new cases could still emerge it could still be in your system right now white people Uh oh nsw health acting director health protection professor wayne smith i want that title my old job and wayne so, smith. <laughs> no i want the title of nsw health acting director of health protection professor that's, that's a name it's a pretty good pretty good title um said all of the recent cases involve people aged over 65 with one person in serious condition so if you're old call your parents make sure they're not eating soft cheeses white people i'm trying to help these cases highlight the need for people to check their fridges to see if they have any of the recalled cheeses and discard or return to the place to purchase any cheese that is on the list of recalled products. If the brand or best before date is unknown, do not consume the cheese. I know a lot of you guys are doing the underground cheese clubs and you're getting these cheeses at <laughs> discounted prices. Yeah, you don't know the brand. It's not known. You're going to you're straight to your dealer. Trying to get those wholesale cheese prices on the underground market. Don't eat that shit if it's a soft cheese, man. You're fucking up. Is Anything can be happening. Oh, I know. I'm not supposed to know about the underground cheese market. Uh, we know. Okay? We know how you guys do. Uh, and we know the language. Don't do it. Um, do they say anything about goat cheese? Um, Let me see. Goat cheese. I don't see anything in this article about goat cheese. All right. Listeria is a back. Uh, Listeria is a black woman that buys lottery tickets with her. Um, She's from Brooklyn. Yeah, buys a lottery tickets with her uh, EBT card, but it's also <laughs> also a bacteria that can affect a number of food products, but particularly soft cheeses, including brie and camembert. Uh, and the infection. Camembert, whatever. I'm black. I don't have to know these. The infection may cause minor. I know all the white people was getting mad when I was fucking it up. Don't be mispronouncing our cheeses, sir. That was like, sir, this is unacceptable. The infection. Spirit guide. Say say again, Mike. I'll be your white spirit guide. Appreciate it, man. The infection may cause minor (laughs) or no symptoms in healthy individuals, but can be particularly dangerous for the elderly, pregnant women, and people with compromised immune systems such as cancer patients. Earlier symptoms include fever, headache, tiredness, aches, and pains. Um, and you can flu. Yeah, call Jindy Helpline, 1-800-680-175. It seems like it's missing a digit, but okay. For more information, I don't know who put the, someone who need put to fact that check Yes, they do. Somebody right just, now is dying of, of hysteria. Don't be old or young and, or you won't die. Somebody's dying of hysteria right now and it's like, what's the last digit? <laughs> no. I need emergency help. All right, man, we come to that point in time. Where we oh, have to start talking. It's time to get ratchet. Time to talk about some races of people involved in ratchet ass stories. Are you ready to play some guest to race, my man? Two trains. Let's do it. <laughs> Chat room. I'm sure you guys are always ready. You're born ready. Uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Ooh, white. Oh, <laughs> all right, going white. A woman has been arrested at the police say she choked a man for taking too much covers in the bed they shared. Oh shit! Now, this is why you always need she to buy. She's taking the bed back, ain't she? She is. You gotta buy bigger covers, people. I don't know why you. If, if it's, I don't care if it's a twin bed, get you some king queen. covers. Yeah, you and better. Never had this problem. Authorities say 42 year old Tina Berry Hill Rucker was oh, arrested. Yeah. <laughs> was arrested on Wednesday. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, was arrested on Wednesday around 11 a.m. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh no 11 p.m and was charged with criminal domestic violence police say a man told them he was lying in bed with rucker when he tried to pull more of the blanket that they shared to his side he says rucker jumped on top of him and tried to choke him (laughs) police said the man was bleeding where rucker had scratched him in the neck (gasps) authorities say rucker was intoxicated and uncooperative she's being held without bond it wasn't known if rucker had an attorney guess the race of tina berryhill rucker I told you already. All right. Mike's going with, with, uh, with white. Uh, chat room. We wearing long fake ass fingernail having black, says June. White as the sheets. Her grandfather covered herself with white having, hanging moon crickets at midnight. Okay. One who wears a Confederate flag bikini and knows how to pronounce the name of every cheese known to man. One whose ancestors created the myth that the moon was, okay. These are going too fast. Big birthday, honey boo boo white. Uh, Gina head to the border white color of clan sheets cracker. That's always a classic. A fan of Wayne Brady talk show and loves the line. The line does Wayne Brady get to choke a bitch white, white and dog kissing cold feet haver and four names white. Correct answer was white. It was a white lady, y'all. Um, so uh, here's another article. This one is actually a video. I'll just uh, play it for everybody. Hopefully An Arizona teacher's aide is accused of having group sex with students during lunch period while another student filmed all of this. <gasps> Hard to believe. 22-year-old Clarice Lee is now facing four counts White. of sexual misconduct <laughs> with a minor. Now, this happened last week at Amphi High School, that's in Tucson, where Lee has worked as an aide for special needs students since last August. Our partners down at KOLD report that Lee engaged... Okay, am I the only one that when they said special needs students wanted to know if she was having sex with special needs students or just other students on the campus? They don't say. Because I feel like I can't... Like, if it was special needs students, then I don't want her to go to jail. Cause like that's nice, you know. Ah! But but if it she wasn't, doing a, she doing a service. Yeah, like but if it wasn't, then she should go to jail. But you know, that's just my opinion. In sexual contact with two 18-year-old boys and sexual intercourse with a 16-year-old boy. Investigators say it happened in their presence, in the presence of three other students. Even though it's involving 18-year-olds, they're still students of the high school. It's an inappropriate conduct, and she committed, obviously, crimes by doing so. Oh, yeah. Tucson police say one of the observers recorded the sex acts on a cell phone. The Amphi School District says Lee resigned yesterday. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to see the video. I won't lie to you guys. Um, So, uh, let's see. What? You guessed the race is white already, Mike? Uh, let's oh, check yeah. the chat room. Chalky privilege dripped mayo smelling white. White than the semen those boys shot on and in her. WB sitcom sidekick white. Oh my. Group cuckolding specialist white. White. And one who gets so lonely. White. <laughs> Smells like Snoop in the rain. Snoopy in the rain. Uh, the color of sheetrock. The correct answer is white. It was a white lady letting those special kids go to town on her. She was she feeling, got to resign. Yep. She, yeah. She she was feeling she was, all their she, special she would, needs. She wasn't arrested on the spot. She was feeling all their special needs. I'll tell you that much. It's all the special hoes. Um, <laughs> all the special hoes. Yep. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Karen, 
Mariah Carey consistently cracks me up. Um, all right. Here's another, here's another, um, another Arizona article. Another person fucking up in Arizona. A Mason mother is facing child abuse charges tonight after her little boy was found zip tied to a pole outside their home. She admits, yes, she did it, but she also told our Steve Ryan today that she wasn't trying to hurt her child. Steve? She did, Patty. Her son is now in the custody of Child Protective Services. She just got out of the custody of detention officers here at the 4th Avenue Jail. When a mother of five stepped out of her house Wednesday, five she kids, was met by Mesa police. But over the next two hours, not once did she think she'd be leaving with them. There is no child abuse. I was never intending to harm my child. But officers disagreed and arrested Ooh. Jaisa Rowley. According to court paperwork Bye. obtained by 3TV, a neighbor had heard yelling and called 911. Officers say that when they arrived, they found Rowley's 11-year-old son bound to a back porch with zip ties similar to this. I needed Shit. to make sure that he didn't take off because he knew he was in trouble for shoplifting until I could get my 2-year-old out of the car seat and in to change her diaper and figure out what I was going to do so that I could finish doing the errands or whatever that I needed to do prior to him being arrested so you didn't why is she confessing all this shit to the news isn't that like a lawyer that somebody that's telling her like shut the fuck up nope, uh, no she's poor oh man plan on leaving him there while you left to run the errands i put him there so i could figure out what i was supposed to do Hand, and hands and feet bound and he took off. Rowley says her son is bigger than her, out of control, and has bipolar disorder. But Mesa police detectives say the danger to him was simply too far outside the law. He was very coherent and responsive and able to respond and all that. Uh, but clearly, 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 this is not an acceptable way to, uh, to discipline or parent your child. What would you do now if he does that? When you get him back, if you get him back? Well... I'm hoping that he doesn't have the chance to come back here until he gets help. Meantime, Rowley is working on getting a lawyer. She posted bail and was released from jail pending court hearings. In addition to a charge of reckless child abuse, Rowley could also face a count of kidnapping because her son, according to police, wasn't allowed to leave willfully. He was also cut during the incident but is expected to be okay. All right, man. So white. going white. Let's check the chat room and see what they think. Trailer Park living, EBT having white. Braver men, family from Parenthood white. Eye crust colored snitch on herself, meth making cheese sniffer. Whiter than Barry Manilow concert audience. One who can't control her kids, who tell her to shut the fuck up. Postpartum depression white. I didn't know I couldn't do this. Lindsay Lohan Bree. <laughs> One who eats the finest cheese provided by the government white. One whose mold was broken when the devil made her. What color is that? <laughs> that's 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 no that's white. That's white. That's a five percent for white. When you say oh. white, white devil. <laughs> okay, um, I was like, what? Yeah. We going with this one? I didn't know I couldn't do that. White, white black mom would have beat his ass. She didn't beat his ass. White Cameron consumer. Correct answer is white. It was yeah, white because in my thing, she was like, I had to strap him up because I couldn't control him. I was like. Ooh, it sounds like when he was small, there was no discipline to get him to know that mama don't play that bullshit. I don't know if he had bipolar disorder. I don't know any amount of whoopers can solve that shit. Like, let's look at so, the fact that she said, "I hope they don't bring him back yeah. until they solve it." Cause, cause she, yeah. she, she tired. And, and yeah, that's true. Black lady would be like, "They better not bring his ass back." 
Yeah, yeah. She was like, keep him. Yeah, he be going up there in a body bag next yeah, time. Yeah, because y'all ain't going to arrest me. And I, you sound like DMX and Belly. Yeah. Yeah, that, that interview would have been totally different. They was like, his goddamn ass up down there stealing his shit. Now, yeah, I changed his ass up. Because y'all, y'all, y'all going to come down here and put the camera in my face now. Fuck y'all. Y'all take his ass. And I hope his black ass don't never come back. So that interview would have been very different. Right. What were these cameras when he was fucking up? Um, all right, man. Here's another uh, Guest the Race article. This one's about love. A horrific case of domestic violence has landed an Orange County man in jail. Investigators say he tried to shove a diamond engagement ring. Wait, Orange County? Oh, Florida. Orange County? Yep. There's Orange Counties all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at the byline of this article. Orlando, Florida. Oh. Oh, Florida. I can just tell a Florida story. I'm so good now. <laughs> Eight seconds in, I was like, stop this. Where did this happen? <laughs> this sounds like Florida. I don't even know what happened yet. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Orange oh. County man in jail. Investigators say he tried to shove a diamond engagement ring down his girlfriend's throat. Mike DeForce <gasps> is live where it all went down on a pop of Vineland. And Mike, what does this man have to say about this arrest and this whole thing that went on? Uh, well, we haven't been able to reach him today, guard, but he told deputies that he did get into an argument with his girlfriend at this apartment complex here and then used her ring as a weapon. Why? Just hours ago, Farron Thompson's longtime girlfriend filed for a restraining order against the 29-year-old. On Sunday night, investigators say Thompson was arguing with the woman inside this apartment complex as she was trying to move out. Thompson says he noticed she had left her engagement ring on the counter, so he grabbed it. The woman tells investigators that Farron took the diamond ring out of his pocket and charged at her, attempting to force the ring down her throat while holding her down against her will. Now, it's crazy because I've seen so many men and women argue over, should you be able to keep an engagement ring after you break up? And she was one of the women that was like, no, I'm giving it back. And this dude was, I guess, a, a different type of dude. He was like, no, this stays with you forever, inside you or on you. You pick. Just imagine him, like, holding her mouth open like this, like, squeezing her cheeks. Yeah. Like, right here, being like, ah. Yeah, and eat then, like, this holding ring. her like nose and her mouth, like mm, you gonna swallow this. Yes, eat this ring. It'll be with you forever <laughs> until you shit it out. Yeah. <laughs> Choking a woman and holding his hands over her nose and mouth, deputies say Thompson shoved his girlfriend out the door as she held on to their one-year-old son. The Shit. mother and child drove to this nearby Walmart neighborhood market, where investigators later photographed red marks on. And see, that's why I go to Target. Nobody getting kicked out the house with a, a belly full of engagement ring at Target. Nope her neck. Back at the apartment, Thompson admitted to deputies that he had held the engagement ring as he pushed his hand into his girlfriend's face. Thompson also told investigators By the way, I also love these people that think making the details vague help their case. You know what I mean? Where it's like so, did she's saying that you tried to choke her with the engagement ring by forcing it down her throat. Look man, I admit I, I was holding the engagement ring just tell while story. I put my hand close to her face, 
But that's as far as I'll admit. Yeah, I, just, like, I just gave it a mush face. That's all yeah, I it's did. It's like, what do you think? A jury is going to be like, oh, you know, he didn't admit that he did it 100%. Like, close enough, motherfucker. She got one version, and it sounded like it's the truth. And your and version she got is back red marks on her neck. Right. You know, I'm, I'm going to assume that you got a little bit more personal than putting your hand close to her face. Me too. With the ring. Quote, no, I didn't whoop. do that. Yeah, I didn't choke her, though. Women always claim assault, but never accept responsibility for provoking someone. Oh my God, he said that. He what? Oh, hold on, I rewind this shit. Oh, Are you serious? He might as well confess he did it. I almost did it, but I didn't do it. Women always claim assault, but never accept responsibility for provoking someone. <gasps> what is he? A black man on Twitter after seeing someone get uppercut? You like, can't yeah, I beat her ass, but she started it. <laughs> you can't say she that. that black guy. You can't say that anywhere except Twitter and social media. That, that's the truth. Women always claim assault. Right. <laughs> they never claim provoking it. No. I also feel like this dude didn't say women. I feel like he said bitches. But yeah, they're they trying to clean it up. She's putting no cheese on my broccoli. That's some bullshit. <laughs> yes. Beat her up. Yes, she came with that soft cheese. She know I like that hard cheese. <laughs> how you gonna be? How you she gonna be provoking me? She came in here and she tried to leave. She provoked me. <laughs> she gonna try to break up with me and give me my engagement ring back. Yeah, this is some bullshit. She know I like my macaroni and cheese with three cheeses. She only gave me two. We got issues. Oh, I see. You trying I'm to? I'm going white. I see. You trying to turn this around on me? You try to turn this around on me like just because I choked you and tried to kill you? It's, uh, it's my problem? <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, you better take the one-year son to get out of here. She baby do Thompson allegedly threatened to burn down his girlfriend's house with their one-year-old son inside. He apparently- Well, you know, bitches be tripping, man. It's not his fault. <laughs> Sometimes he be tripping. What you supposed to do, man? It, it's not love till you had to threaten to burn down the house with the yeah, baby inside. That's know, love. Bitches just gonna be bitches. Bitches be bitches sometimes, man. I feel you. What's his name? Ferran Thompson? I feel you, brother. And he's white. <laughs> yeah, fair. Quote, if I can't have him, no one can. Guard. Oh, Thompson shit. was also charged with child neglect. What did he do to that little boy? Well, according to investigators, when he shoved uh, the woman and the one-year-old out of his apartment, the uh, the little boy was only wearing a diaper, nothing else. Well, the temperature out here was about 50 degrees or so then, and so investigators think that he did not do enough to take care of that child. Yeah, it is one unhappy couple. All right. Thank you. I just say that he said... That if you can't have that kid, if I can't have the kid, that no one will. Oh, that's a yeah. key sign to know that he's not black. Mm, okay. Oh, I like okay. to do. I like to. You better take this baby with you. It ain't mine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, I like to lose man slandering at the end. Yeah, nobody's happy. That's one unhappy couple. No, I, not knowing who's picking up the check is unhappy. Okay. <laughs> so you know the baby was super cold. Yeah, right. You know, uh, saying that, uh, she does look a little bit fat in those jeans is a happy couple, okay? Um. A lot of guesses coming in. You gotta yeah. get to these. Refusing to, um, refusing to pump the gas. That's a happy couple, okay? Yes. Uh, oh, so you gonna eat the cake in anime? Trick Daddy Black slash Haitian. Uh, 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 he brought, he bought a ring big enough to choke her with white. Blacker than a pimp's heart. Tanning oh enthusiasts, eat the ring, <laughs> anime white, eat the ring. Eminem's crazy granddad white, baby outside of 50 degree weather with just a diaper on white. 
one who was so black well if they would have said just a diaper and some sandals that was like, <laughs> flip-flops <laughs> yeah some flip-flops one who was so black that they skeet soy sauce jesus Good they getting couch. they getting married after the baby black sound like some hood wolf ah! shit black the correct answer is white mm-hmm Farron Thompson is a white man. Yes, yes. That can't control his emotions. You're on the roll, Felter. Or his woman. Felder. I'm sorry. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, wait a minute. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. All right. Here we go. Here's another uh, guess the race. Right now at 11, breaking news. NBC10 has learned a Bucks County man will be charged with the murder of Dr. Melissa Catanuti. Philadelphia police are expected to make the announcement in just a matter of minutes. Yeah, NBC10 said Furlong is live in Center City now where the news conference is just about to begin, Tim. This isn't even fair. Yeah, that's right. We're going to have a, a news conference here just any minute now. I'm going to keep looking over my shoulder. News conference? I'm going to try to get her that right mm. as soon as it begins. But we will learn more. But police sources now are confirming that NBC, to NBC10 that they have arrested and charged 36-year-old Jason Smith of Levittown with the murder of Children's Hospital doctor Melissa Kedanuti. That murder happened about midday Monday. Smith is an exterminator. Uh, he was there to do some work at the doctor's house. Sources say he uh, she had canceled an appointment on him uh, the week before. And uh, we understand he was seen on surveillance video going, in and out of the doctor's house and sources say he has confessed to the murder telling police he just snapped oh, shit. police carried out a search warrant at smith's home on crescent lane in levantown they brought smith uh, to- by the way this is always my nightmare anytime anyone has to come to my house to do anything like they're just gonna freak out on you yeah but i don't know how this isn't more i don't maybe people just don't talk about it but like it's it is like a hey i'm here to do the cable it's like i don't know you you're in my house right now. Now I want you to fix this cable and hopefully everything goes great. But like, literally you could be a fucking psychopath f- fixing my cable right now and just lose your shit. Like, no rhyme or reason to it. So. Ah, you did. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like, hey man, you, uh, you want some water or something? I hate water! And they just start shooting me or some shit. I don't know. I'm going with white. Alright, let me see, uh, some more. Uh, to police headquarters for questioning. He was here all night. Sources say he told police he had an argument with the doctor about the work he was to do there and that he then strangled her. And then sources say he tried to cover up her death Shit. by making it look like something else had happened. They say he admits he tied her up and then set her body on fire. The DA is amending the Philadelphia Police Department for so quickly gathering surveillance video, then checking the license plates of vehicles in the video, then cross-referencing the owner's names with the phone numbers. Dr. Kenanuti had called on her Kenanuti had called on her phone. Overnight, police did impound Smith's pickup truck. A gold Ford F-150. They say they had seen gold, it. Uh, they had seen it in the surveillance footage. We understand they also removed a jacket, a computer, and a number of items, other items from Smith's car and home last night. And just about an hour ago, as we come back live here to the, where the news conference is about to take place, uh, Jason Smith was formally charged with murder and a number of other charges. We're going to keep an eye on the situation here. We're going to bring this news conference to you just as soon as it begins. But for now, we are live at police headquarters. I'm Tim Furlong, NBC 10 News. Mrs. Uh, Katanuti was a native of Thailand and a pediatrician, so she helped children out. So he killed. Let me ask you a question. How was Jason spelled? J A S O N. Okay, not J A Y S O N. Mm -mm. Okay, yeah, white. All right, and then the other thing too about the story that was crazy is that um, uh, he said that he just snapped because she was arguing with him and he felt like she was disrespecting him. So, so she spoke with an accent. Yeah. And he couldn't understand her. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they uh, think for the race. Is, are these guesses for this one, Karen? Or yeah. No? They're yes. coming up. I don't know why you don't see yours. Oh, uh oh. I see them. Okay. I see. I see them now. He owned a Ford oh. F 150. Come on. 
serial killer poison. You might want to refresh. Oh, hold on. Let, let me refresh mine. Yeah. I don't know what's going some on. Some reason it periodically does that. Yeah, yeah, he white, crazy black people don't get help. They just get drunk or do drugs. Hold on. They're not going to be able to hear you for a second, Felder, because I got to refresh mine. Give me one second. Um, let me get back on camera. Put it on screen. There we go. All right, cool. Oh, shit, I'm on top. Yep. Uh-oh. Hey, with Felter and Rod. <laughs> Felter. I love it. I love the. She's the queen of the tanks. Yes, you can't I even help help. it, man. No. I love it. I think it's awesome. Uh, he owned an F1, Ford F one fifty. Come on, Ford F one fifty serial killer poison cheddar. Yeah, he white crazy black people don't get help. They just get drunk or do drugs. Ah. Once who one whose ancestors raped and pillaged Mother Africa. Four F one fifty Stephen Richards White, uh, four F one fifty Automatic White, cracked up cracker White, oh. Bob Backlund looking at my hands and wondering what I did White, Notre Dame White, Bucks County whiter than provolone cheese. Can I just say <laughs> I take offense to all the people that are saying that if you have an F one fifty that's Automatic White. Yeah, because my aunt drives an F one fifty. Yeah, I'm sure it's uh, not gold though. It's turquoise. I'm sure Darius. It's gold, man. I'm sure Darius. I'm sure Darius Rucker drives one. Let her cry. Um. All right, another guest to race. <laughs> January twenty fourth, a Maine woman who was expecting to engage in a threesome with neighbors is facing criminal charges for allegedly brandishing several knives after the tryst failed to occur. Oh shit. I always love these people who are like the threesome didn't work out. Now I'm gonna kill everybody. It's like, well, see, this is why we can't have threesomes. You're just justified. <laughs> You're fucking it up for everybody. Valerie now 44 was arrested late Tuesday evening inside the home of Edward Sabatino, who called 911 to report now was intoxicated and was threatening him with a knife. When Knox County Sheriff's Office deputies arrived at the 56-year-old Sabatino's residence, he told them that they were all drinking and hanging out when Nile went into the kitchen and retrieved three knives. One for each member of the sex act she wanted, right? Sabatino, Sabatino, who shares his home with roommate Shauna Chickering, 30, said she, said that Nile lives two trailers over. After, after being handcuffed by a deputy, Nile explained that she, Sabatino, and Chickering were going to have a threesome. That encounter did not materialize. Uh, a deputy noted that Chickering, who had observed, who was observed sleeping on a couch, claimed she did not observe anything. Chickering's two children were asleep in the bedroom during the incident. Oh, God. Charge of criminal threatening and terrorizing now was booked into the Knox County Jail where she's being held in lieu of $250 cash bail. Really? That's it? That's it. It's Maine, and they're white. Threatening murder, and you get out on two fifty. Wow! And she's still in there and couldn't get to two fifty. What? What? Oh, it's shit. Maine. Maine don't have. I thought Maine was for for rich people. They don't have two fifty. Oh, that's Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Uh, now who lives in the southern Maine town of Friendship? Well, they weren't too friendly in this situation <laughs> it's pictured in the above mugshot yeah so you say white let's check the chat room see what they believe uh the race guess the race be. karen yes, yes guess the race time eat spaghetti for breakfast lunch and dinner 
Mick Jagger, I can't get no satisfaction. White, $250 bail, privileged family friend of a Senator White. White, just poor ass white, says June. (laughs) Poor ass white. I like that. Uh, Correct answer is white. These were white people, guys. I've been knowing this stuff. Felder's all over it. I know his racism is high. In the zone. Racism. I just know I can read people very well. And Maine, look, one of my good friends played baseball in Maine. He played for the Sea Dogs. He said the only black people played on the team. (laughs) Police. Sword wielding brothers arrested following dispute. Just police. Or just sword ratchetness. Just sword ratchetness. Oh, yes. Two brothers were arrested in Belleville January 19th after they threatened a third man with a sword. Fabio and Alejandro Lagur, ages 19 and 20 respectively, began arguing with the man near a Van Ressenlier Street apartment around 8 p.m. The brothers accused the man of damaging a car. As the argument grew more heated, one of the brothers entered the home and emerged with a four-foot sword threatening the man. I bet it wasn't even a rental car either. This is the kind of shit that happens in regular used cars, people. When one of the brothers dropped the sword, the other picked it up and continued brandishing it during the dispute. Police arrived at the scene and arrested the two. Both brothers were charged with aggravated assault, possession of a weapon, and possession of a weapon for an unlawful purpose. Oh, man. Sword ratchetness. This is running in the family now, people. Yes, it is. It's getting this ridiculous. All right, back to guess the race. Got a couple more. Um, a Volusia County woman. Volusia. I wonder if that's Florida. Volusia. That's a name. Sounds very Floridian. I'm not gonna say it is because I don't know for sure. Volusia sounds like a loose county. Hey. <laughs> what? It's Florida. It's near uh, Orlando. Oh, I knew it. They get down in Volusia. You see this shit, Felder? I don't even look for it. It's just there. Anyway, a Volusia County woman bit off half of her boyfriend's left ear during a fight at their home. Sarah E. Walchak, 32, of DeLand, was arrested and charged with aggravated battery, causing bodily harm, disability, and arrest report shows deputies responded to an eight well, I don't care where she lives. Where she, where they met with Steve Bolin. Bolin, who's 53. I guess he was dating this 32 year old. That's why a lot of you guys got this plan. I'm going to get old. Then I'm going to get me a young woman. These young women are fucked up, man. Like, you're going to get the kind of young woman that would date a 53 year old. Is that what you're looking forward to right now? No. They'll, cut off, they'll kill you. They will kill your ass. And you won't be able to defend yourself to be but, weak and old. But at least they, and they won't kill you with kindness. No, or trying to shove a ring down your throat. Yep, exactly. They ain't trying to marry you. Wolchak had attacked him in his bedroom and bit off the top of his left ear Monday. Oh, oh my. so gross to me. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Oh, pulled, my. Pulled a Mike Tyson on this nigga. Oh, my God. Bolin hey, said. You ain't talking about punch out either, sir. Bolin said he waited overnight to report the incident because... He was thinking that whether or not to play its charges. Um, if I'm missing half of my ear, it's really not much to think about. Your ear is gone, dog. Yeah. Shit, you should have punched her out then. You got to punch her out. Like Mike Tyson. Jail. Directly to jail. Directly to jail. Do not pass, though. Um, collect 200 more of my dollars. But Karen, I do respect your Mike Tyson punch out joke. I, I got it. That was good. There's no time for jokes when your ears bitten off. I'm calling Show late. Plus, she was probably talking shit like, can you hear me now? <laughs> I bet it's, I bet now you got time to listen. It's like, oh no. Um, 
He could not clear that hearing up. So he waited. He waited till the morning and decided to press charges because he looked in the mirror and decided he couldn't stand how his ear looked. Oh, is that why? Not because she did what she did. He's so vague. I might not be the most uh, compassionate man, but I do have my vanity. Um, According to deputies, Bolin says he was eating a bowl of spaghetti at his home when the argument started. That's ironic, considering the guest of race answer we just had. I bet she spit that ear back in the spaghetti and mixed it in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now with more, with 50% more ear. Yes. A hundred percent more ear. Yeah. Yes. Um, this ear, this ear will, will, will make your hearing increase by 100%. Bowling said that the argument turned physical. He went to his room. Well, Chuck entered into the bedroom and started attacking him from behind. Walchak jumped on his back and started hitting him. Bolin said he felt a sharp pain in his left ear and tried to pull away. Bolin said he may have hit Walchak when she, he was pulling away but was unsure. Bolin walked away from the altercation and assessed his injuries. He noticed the top half of his ear was missing and he had severe scratches on his face. Deputy saw the injuries on Bolin's face and that part of Bolin's ear was gone. The report said he could not be reached Wednesday. Walchak was arrested at a local hotel. She gone to after the fight. Guess the race. White. You're not fooling me. All white. Right. Let's check the chat room. Broke ass white girl that chews the ears of of a uh, sugar daddy. Ate the ears with some fava beans and nice Chianti. <laughs> Silence of the lambs. White. Aww. White cannibal. She was the greatest piece of ass I ever had. I don't know if I want to press charges. White. Blacker than a turnt off TV. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy cannibalistic cracker, all with K's. One who watched Tyson Holyfield in depth, white. Sean Price Black, Young Jeezy, all white, everything. All right, so the correct answer was white. Um, And it'll do this last story. I know we've got to wrap up. Um, What's up with that? How come there's no black guess the racist? What's up with that? It's really been a strong day, man. A a tough day. Nobody, well, the good news is. The to- the good news is people have been guessing black for some of the answers, so yeah. they're still racist. Yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> so it's like they still racist as shit. They're like, oh, that was a black. It's black. Sean yeah. Price black. Right, blacker than the blacker than blackness is like, oh man, blacker than a turned off TV. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. A woman cut boyfriend uses a cat as a shield against two K nine police officers. Shit. What Lisa- in the hell? Lisa Frank, 45, was Lisa tra- Frank? Lisa Frank, F-R-I-N-K, Frank. I was thinking about Lisa Frank. You remember those folders that used to have, like, the unicorns? Yep. Horses on them? Mm-hmm. Lisa Frank? Oh, man, I was be like, damn, Lisa Frank going to jail? Yeah. <laughs> Is this what she was out here doing between, <laughs> between unicorns and horse riding? Um, Orlando police had a terrible time trying to arrest Lisa Frank. Again. <laughs> Oh, Florida. Accused of cutting her live in boyfriend and shoving a cat into a police dog's face during a, well, that's just, that's maybe she's trying to give it a meal. Um, during a a domestic violence incident Monday evening, Frank 45 was charged with attempted first degree murder, aggravated battery, aggravated, uh, I mean, battery of a law enforcement officer with a deadly weapon. It, wait, deadly, the cat? Like, what is the, the cat is a deadly weapon <laughs> they, they you, have, you use that right that cat can scratch you to death they didn't even say what the fucking see 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 and you know the cat. 
And you know what, baby? Yeah. This is what happened when you be playing with them pussies and they pussies attack back. Mm-hmm. I really do think that she used a cat as a weapon. I'm I'm trying to find something else. What if one of the one of one of the officers was allergic to cats? Right, baby. That's what it was. He started sneezing. Or pussy. He's what? like, This is assault. Oh, over the, oh, my hives. Well, come on, Cam. If he's allergic to pussy, he'd be, uh, hosting catfish. Uh, oh, injuring, <laughs> injuring a police dog and five counts of resisting arrest, police records show. Several officers had to work to restrain the woman using two dogs and chemical spray to disable her after she hid from police inside a shed, according to an arrest affidavit. Frank got into an argument with a boyfriend of six years because he did not want to give her his government assistance card. What? Which allowed him to purchase food. And he what? wouldn't go buy and lottery, lottery tickets. That's right. And he wouldn't go purchase lottery tickets for. She had not taken her medication and in a fit of rage grabbed two kitchen knives beside the home of on Danton Avenue. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, I know people watch Downton Abbey. I want a Danton Avenue show. I'd watch that. Uh, the, <laughs> the victim. In a trap. <laughs> in yeah, trap. Yeah. I watched that. Uh, the victim told police Frank began swinging the knives at the victim, cutting him in the face and neck and causing deep lacerations. Police said oh. he was bleeding profusely when they arrived. She fled. Oh, she fled. The police tracked her to a shed. When she wouldn't come out the shed, they sent two canine dogs inside her and found her hiding beneath the sheet. Frank would not obey police commands, according to the report. So a canine named Bolt bit her. Oh, shit. I like it. It's black. She got bit by a dog. I also like this idea that it's like she wouldn't obey command. So the dog bit her like the dog was the one sitting around like, hey, man, he said get on the ground. Ah! It's like, bitch, did you hear him? Obey these commands. Like the dog. You didn't hear him talking to you? I always assume those canine dogs bite people. Who gives a, like? The, yeah, yeah. That's, that's their, their job. That's what they're there for. Yeah. The dog weapons. Um, so anyway, she threw a cat into the dog's face and the feline grabbed onto the pup's snout. Oh, so now it's a puppy. This is a biased article. Anyway. <laughs> it's black. <laughs> yeah. Grabbed onto the pup's snout and with his claws. Officers grabbed Frank, but she was not easily stopped. She grabbed a large concrete trowel and began swinging it wildly, striking one officer in the head. What the hell is a trowel? I think it's, I think it's that axe looking thing. Let me, uh, First look it all, up. No, a trowel is what you use to lay down, um, mortar on top of bricks. Yeah. On top of concrete. A concrete trowel is longer than a brick trowel. Like a brick trowel is probably like six to eight inches. A concrete trowel is probably like ten to twelve. You use it as put over top of cinder block. Oh, it's the thing that you flatten concrete, smooth it out with. Oh shit! The the, um, the mortar, yeah. Okay, and I guess uh, I'm looking. I looked up a concrete trowel. I found some pictures. It can be Uh, really long though. uh, I was thinking about cinder blocks, but yeah, for like smooth concrete across like a driveway, you use a, a concrete trowel too. I put a picture of one in the um, chat for people that want to know what it looks like. So she hit a cop in the head with that shit, though. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so Wiley. Uh, <laughs> okay, she hit an officer in the head while with both injured. A canine named Smash. Who names these frat boys? <laughs> Who the fuck? Who names these dogs? Uh, you know, black people ain't naming the dogs. If you like uh, a, do- a dog named King. <laughs> 
<laughs> jumped on the, the victim and then uh Prince, uh, them, they, but a dog named Martin Luther attacked him. <laughs> I don't think Boy, any... get your ass back here. <laughs> um underfed. Uh so, right. <laughs> it had ran away from home many weeks ago. Um took over and bit Frank twice uh, to bring her to the ground while on her stomach Frank refused to be handcuffed and was sprayed in the face with a chemical agent after a struggle officers were able to restrain her being held without bond at the Orange County Jail guess the race chat room uh, Mike is already on record as black let's black. see um, nutty as a bag of hell black there are multiple animals involved in the story she's a Becky one who frequents Red Lobster and Golden Corral after church Fits of rage, blind fury, Haitian black, white women love cats too much to use them as a shield. Eleanor Abernathy, crazy cat lady from The Simpsons. What is that, yellow? A sticker situation uh-huh. white. Michael's crack fiend mom from The Wire Black. So black the light can't escape the surface of her skin. I love y'all podcast. We, okay, thanks. Uh, thank you, uh, the girl, Kristen. Uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> I, 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 I started reading that as a guest race. I was like, I don't think that's what it is. Um, those, uh, those, those dolls expected to be kissed on the mouth. White moon monkey and super white. Correct. That says white. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate you doing the show, dude. Seriously. Oh, don't worry. I just tweeted out a pic to just show you how much fun I had. All right. <laughs> I, I will check that out, man. Um, also, man, make sure y'all check out Mike, man. He's everywhere. Um, go, go look up in the bleachers.net bleacherreport.com slash your best 11 and he's in the bleachers on twitter also follow his dad md felder man he's a fun follow too man he's a cool dad he's a cool dad man somebody gotta shout out for the cool dads shout out for the cool dads yeah his girl's been all up in the chat today man uh, it's her birthday happy she birthday really, she, she, thank you she loves the podcast though like, yeah i appreciate it man and she's on twitter too at the girl tweets too uh, what happened to the girl tweets one and zero? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Like, hmm. <laughs> she probably took them out. Yeah, she probably took them out. Um, and uh, make sure you don't eat any soft cheeses today for your birthday, Kristen. We don't want you to get listeria. Um, everybody, <laughs> don't forget also theblackoutist.com. Donate five star reviews, the about section, all that stuff you can do to help out the show. The show is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions and the Audio Play uh, Packs, the Ratchet and the Ignorant Pack. Man, make sure you guys go check that out because uh, it helps us out and we're in it. Um, and don't forget AdamandEve.com. Use the code TBGWT, 50% off of one item. Plus, you end up getting uh, free shipping, free DVDs, and a free sensual gift. Uh, we appreciate everybody that helps us out. Um I think that's everything. So until next time, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Uh, yeah. Mm. William H. Niggas. Holla. Yeah. Yo. Down. When I greet ya, meet ya with pound, not the handshake.
but the kind that make you demand to wake. The kind they put land over your face. I pop ya, let doctor stitch ya. I N F R A will not miss ya. I move like like my shoes too tight. Leave niggas confused from the day to the night. At night see the light when the pistol sparking. Daytime it gets dark when that pistol barking. I keep cash, case cops arrest me, case kids kidnap me, kids can get back me. You shall repent for you spend a red cent. If not you, somebody of close descent. Thou shalt not fuck with. Roll me or he face a thousand deaths for Mr. Sean Corey. Caught a rap harder like I'm part of a coat. Like Cuban cigar maker, set from hard to smoke. And y'all choke, motherfuckers. I said, thou shalt not fuck with raw me or he face a thousand deaths for Mr. Sean Corey. Caught a rap harder like I'm part of a coat. Like Cuban cigar maker, except I'm hard to smoke. Thou shalt not fuck with raw me or he face a thousand deaths for Mr. Sean Corey. Caught a rap harder like I'm part of a coat. Like Cuban cigar maker, except I'm hard to smoke. And y'all chokes, niggas. I said, thou shalt not fuck with raw me or he face a thousand deaths for Mr. Sean Corey. Caught a rap harder like a part of a coat. Like Cuban cigar maker, except I'm hard to smoke. Y'all choke, nigga. See, when I'm low on digits, I push blow in the blizzard. I'm a player for real. I post and pivot, coke distribute. Be where the ghosts visit, where the demons live. Shit, my scene is vivid. Squeamish kids, y'all get the fuck out of this first. It's about to get so obscene in a minute. I seen and live it. I did some things I admitted. Wasn't proud of it, but I was a child. Fuck it. Kept a pal tucked in the brown belt. Couldn't sit down. Big gun kept sticking my pelvis. Shit, it was even that or be living with Elvis. Niggas is jealous. Hell is hot. You heard X? Wanted to tell God that I don't deserve this. Was afraid that he tell me I deserve less. My life was nervous. You haven't heard stress till you heard the cries of my mama. Me giving the drama. Told her I ain't promised tomorrow. I gotta live for the day And before she could say Jay I was out the door Pouch full of raw An outlaw mentality Men gotta do men things for men's salary Bad boy Not puff for Mike Lowry Damn big would've been proud of me